Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? personalities from the radio station will be gathering together mm-hmm. for our group photo. Yep. That's why I wore a button-down shirt on. Me too. I look spiffy today. Very impressive. And this is what you're going with, you guys? Yep. This is it? This is it. <laughs> look at the picture from last year. I'm wearing the same thing. Scott's all, wearing, we all got yeah, t-shirts and jeans on last year. Scott's wearing a Point Fest shirt in a Point Fest picture, or what I'm assuming is going to be a picture that will be used for something point fest how meta is that i think i think last year i don't think it was scheduled last year like i think last year it was like and we look fine hey we're taking Absolutely. a photo and we look fine t-shirts yeah, there no, we are that's, hey i'm just saying that's what you're wearing this is it <laughs> you, i do who, have a, who texted who about wearing a collar no who called her you guys didn't text nobody. each other Absolutely about wearing not. a collar wow impressive no, no, i saw last year's picture i just want to look a little more uh more all right I just saw an email. I just saw an email from promotions that said, "Look your best," and I know it was tongue in cheek, but I was like, "All right, I need an excuse to wear my shirt with drinks on it," and that's what I did. Oh, your shirt does have drinks on it. (laughs) Kind of surprised. Why? 
I'm surprised. I'm, I'm just honestly surprised. It doesn't seem like this is the scenario or the setting in which you guys would think, oh, let's go collar. I will also be honest with you that um, ever since the weight loss, I have the ability to wear things that I couldn't before. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this is a, a nicer shirt. It fits a little better. Well, and- my collared shirt has a skull on it. <laughs> well, that goes very well, then. It's got a skull over here and a, and a, a flower over here. Uh-huh. Very dapper. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, Scott. You're welcome. Appreciate that. So we're all going to gather at noon today, take our photo. One big happy team. Yeah. Who's going to be late? Jeff. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. First one here, bro. We're all going to be here. Is it going to be uh, on McKenna or is it going to be Lux? Mm. My money's still on Jeff. Or is, it, or is everybody going to be on time? Hmm. I think I'm going to be on time. You think so? I don't know. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I don't want you to get upset with me saying it. I think you have put the fear in their eyes that they will be here. No. I God. hate to say it, but we I... We are not even on their radar. I, I beg to differ. I'm 100% sure. Not even, not even on our radar. Um, I, you could say that, but I th- I beg to differ. I guarantee you that when that email came out that said noon, they went, I better show up so I don't piss off Riz. No. I, I, listen. See, I have this reputation. You know, apparently I have this reputation in the new building with the new company. You hear about this? That we're not even at yet? That we're not even there yet. <laughs> what's what's the rep? Okay, so Patrico had a conversation with Learn from Casey yesterday. And, you know, Casey and The Point, we were the two radio stations that were sold to Hubbard. Hale Hale Hubbard. Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. So Casey's already at the new building. Okay? We're the final ones left here at Union Station. Final station. So you and uh, Learn did something yesterday? Yeah, we were at uh, at an event. We were uh, walking around. We had about an hour to kill. Mm-hmm. So we were walking around chatting, talking, and... Um, she had said that she heard in the building that... Uh, well, I'll preface this by saying... <laughs> here, that, here it comes. No, no, no. This this whole thing at Hubbard, a very friendly company, and from, from everything I've gathered and the experiences I've had with the new company, everybody is just so nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, honestly, I honestly cannot wait to get to the new building and, and be with all of our new... Coworkers. Yeah, and there's a lot of like uh, um, an an email with the old company would have been business, 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 business. Send. This is, hey guys, beautiful weather we're having. Hopefully you'd plan on doing some sunbathing this weekend. And it'll, go, it'll go to the entire company, yeah. and then it's a reply all. Yeah, there's a lot of reply alls on the emails. Okay, here's a perfect example. They said something along the lines of, "Hey, um, there's going to be some some big names that are coming in." We need everybody to look, you know, your best, like you would, you know, professional. Mm-hmm. And then somebody replied back and said, I, I was planning on wearing a dress. And then it was like a conversation between and 10 And then, people. you know, the jokes flies yeah. are piled yeah. on top of that. Yesterday, there was a very nice email put out company-wide about uh, our podcasting numbers. Yeah. Which, by the way, podcasters, thank you very much. I mean, <laughs> 2.5 million downloads. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Ridiculous. Last month, that's insane. Yeah, that's so great. I mean, that's insanity. Crazy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the email comes out 
and a lot of reply alls. Take it away, Patrico. Uh, There was a chatter that where people have to, or people were, proceeding with caution because they know how much reply all emails irritate the hell out of Riz. How? I have not said a word about that. I have not said a thing about that to anybody. So how do you think it got over there then? Not a clue. Come on. No clue? Did somebody say something? People that used to work in this building now work over there? You don't think anybody said no, anything? No, I never said anything. I've never outwardly said, I despise that. E- even even, even if it was joke, a conversation in the hallway. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure you have said it on it. I was just going to say, I'm almost certain we did it. We're all replying all right years now. Years ago. But still, they worked in this uh, building years ago. Co- and by the way, it is true. <laughs> I was going to say, all one person has to do is hear something. I'm sure that person but, that originally replied, hold on, that person that originally replied all heard that and then that was burned into their brain <laughs> correct so the first thing they go over there and they go oh man you better be careful with the reply all Riz is going to go crazy I, on you for 10 minutes on air I, that's not note true. we're doing that first right now of all, i'm sure there's somebody over there that has heard us all say that on air and agrees with us but has never spoken up about you love it. the reply alls What's that? Do you love the reply alls? No, of course not. I, I said we have all on, on air said what, what a colossal waste of time most of it is. I'll be honest with you. I don't like reply alls even when reply alls should be okay. Like if somebody emails the five of us and says, hey, there's this thing going on. Who's available? And, and somebody replies all, it makes me it makes me feel awkward. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that's, but that's how we've been used to doing it. And I'm sure somebody has been over there, has heard that, has agreed, ha- can't speak up, and is now like getting the word around that somebody with a there little bit was, more authority hates There it was too. a reply all yesterday directed at us, and I, not a reply all, directly messaged that person and said thank you. I think uh, it was directed at you, not us. I don't think there's much us in there. That's the only fear <laughs> that I have going over there is I don't think anybody knows that there's three, that's three or four true. of them. That's not true. I don't know, man. That's, that's certainly the impression that I get, that's as the Boston's would say. That was a <laughs> nice, nice Boston reference. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I, think, I think that one was, I mean, that was another morning show guy that said yeah. something. So uh, I will say this, though. And this, this is one thing. There was a reply all chain that was going around about somebody that was taking a leave of absence from the office. And I reached out individually and was like, hey, man, see, hope to see you around soon, you know? Yeah. And then the replies all started flowing in. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to go on all day. I I individually. You reached out to the one person. That person. Same here. Well, the learn that I was talking to yesterday said she clicked reply all, sent the message, hit sent and went, oh, Riz is going to be bad. She said, as she hit sent out loud, she said, but Riz is going to be bad. <laughs> I th- guys, I think we need this, by the way. This right here. Okay. And if I could ever go away, now then close your eyes and try. That's what friends are for. Uh, I he has no idea what this is. I'll get to it. Keep smiling. Keep shining. <laughs> oh, and you can always count on me. For oh, sure. That's what that. we are for. For good times. And I think this was times. on break.com. 
making the rounds. This tape needs to be broken. <laughs> Somebody posted an old video of uh, parents at a bar mitzvah. This is from the uh, early 90s. Wow. Just doing absolutely terrible karaoke. And they were singing That's What Friends Are For. Which would seem like a song that would be hard to ruin. That's, nope. that's what hammers are for. <laughs> Take it to that tape. Goodness. Anybody ever been to a bar mitzvah? No. Not. Nope. Terrific. I always Terrific wanted to parties. go. Yeah. That's what you said. It always looked like a blast. I've been to uh, quite a couple. Quite, quite a, a couple. couple. Two, three. Yeah, oh, a couple, two, man. three. Yeah. Two, three. Bar mitzvahs. They're dancing, they're uh, shaking, there's glass being broken all over the place, right? No, no, that's a, the wedding. Oh. A wedding. Is there somebody in chairs being lifted up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. See. At any Jewish celebration, there's the... <laughs> chair. Lift them, chair them up the in air. the chair dance. Who's got the chair? <laughs> um, but that's a thing, that the early 90s karaoke's, ka- karaoke things at bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. I remember doing... Uh, Remember Escape Club, Wild Wild West? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yep. The Wild Wild West. That was, nailed it, didn't it? That's, That's perfect. That's it. You got it, Thanks, man. Wild Wild West. That's <laughs> perfect. But that was a thing, yeah. Early 90s uh, karaoke at the bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. And that's what that resurfaced. That's one thing I haven't gotten into as a DJ, is the bar mitzvah game. I better step it up this you, year. You should. 2019, I'm going to make my bar mitzvah You should. You know, my favorite karaoke is... Uh, Man, there's a YouTube channel. Two people, Bob and Bev. Oh, man. The greatest. And they have a YouTube channel. It's, it's Is it just Bev and Bob or Bob and Bev? I, I think it it's, Be- it's Bev and Bob. Bev and Bob. And there's a cast of characters that they've incorporated throughout the years. But it started as Bev and Bob. And they, this is, you want to talk about, looks like 90s. They're in front of the green screen that has like, <laughs> like the, window, the Windows 93 screensaver. Yeah, like clouds in the back. Here's, <laughs> Be- here's Bev, and Bo- uh, Bev and Bob doing a karaoke. Wiggle, Grab breakfast for the little nigga. I'd start to make it with a shaker. Why do you keep on the table? Here you go, create another table. Grab breakfast for the little nigga. I'd start to make it with a shaker. Why do you keep on the table? I More Bev and Bob, here we go. Oh, ish. <laughs> By the way, as we laugh, this is what we Ooh, all sound ah! like. <laughs> oh, just wait. Oh no, oh no. Drowning deep Drown in my sea of it. Broken your server dynia. We give it to me. My human side is slowly changing. Will you give it to me? Look at my own reflection when suddenly it changes. Oh boy. Okay. That's what we all sound like in our cars. You guys want you guys want more? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, come on. For uh, Bev and Bob. Uh, all the hits. Let's go! 
More? Yes, yes please. Got it. Yes. Don't you ever say I just walked away. I will always walk you. I can't live a lot. Running towards my life. I will always want you. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> I never hit so hard in love. All I wanted was to break your wall. All you ever did was wreck me Yeah, you, you wreck me Guys, it's not like I could do any better, honestly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, you can. One more? Sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. Here's uh, more Bev and Bob. Yes. <laughs> Listen how off they are. Turn it down for one. Turn it down for one. <laughs> just, I mean, if you're trying to picture, if you're trying to picture what Bev and Bob look like, it's exactly how they sound. Bob's got long hair, a mustache. He's wearing a skull tee that's throwing up the devil horns. And you know, Bev smokes a lot of cigarettes. Bev has a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt on. And I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. I mean, that's what they wear. She's got on like uh, Walmart sweatpants that are a size too small that are navy blue. They have the white stripe down the side. Uh-huh. White sketches oh, on I both can of them. To them forever. What time are they going to be playing at Point Fest? They're, 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 they're open and close. The, uh, the <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, what are Bev and Bob doing? Still putting out songs. <laughs> they let are. Me, let me try and see what the latest, like the newest Bev and Bob is. Ah, oh, they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> Further proof: if you talk, if you can talk, you can sing. That's right. Yeah. I want to see them do like yeah. Nicki Minaj or somebody. They do Katy Perry songs. <laughs> they do all kinds of stuff. All right, Be- Bev and Bob Karaoke Corner. <laughs> Let's see here. Their logo is incredible too. Mm, they added a song 19 hours ago, folks. <laughs> California Girls by Katy Perry. But it's not. Th- it's it's them doing it, but it's somebody else. Oh, as the I, main person. They're in the background. Uh, so Bev and Bob as backup? Yes. Uh, okay, it looks like uh, the, the most recent one they've done is Sharp Dressed Man by Stephen <laughs> 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 No way. Oh, Build Me a Buttercup by the Foundation. Oh, I want to hear Sharp Dressed Man. All right, hold on, let me pull it up here. It's probably going to have a 14-minute commercial before <laughs> we get to it, so... <laughs> Bev and th- Bob. Who are the new characters that they're, they're throwing in? I don't know. I think it's like... It's their uh, friends. I think it's their friends. Ooh, he's got like, now there's like sound effects and explosions and helicopters. Yeah, oh, look at that. Oh, look at the font. Oh, he's gone. Uh, wow. He's gone high tech. Ooh, Bev's got a tube top on. And like, they're like this. <laughs> you ready? Whoa. <laughs> Ow! Using the microphones that you like plug straight into the Xbox. New shoe. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Sipsu. Black tie. Yeah, not bad. I don't need a reason why I, I. Oh, they're gonna yes. run 
That's both Bob. Oh yeah, they got the split screen, and she's wow. dancing on both sides. Oh, she does have a tube top. How's so it look? Hot. So hot. Look good. Mmm. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. I need a moment. Ooh, never gonna give you up by Rick Astley. Oh boy. <laughs> Purple Rain by Prince. I mean, they have uh, what a hundred? There's 319 videos. Oh my god. Wow. Each one better than the last. Right. The disturbed one was by far my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite. Because the ooh ah when he goes ah. <laughs> hey yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz! You old fool. Okay. Thank you, Marlon Wayans. Uh, I don't know about everywhere else, but there's been a lot of turtles on our uh, roadways. Over the past couple weeks, seen a few of them. Yes, uh, two days ago. And, no, yesterday. Uh, yesterday. We were uh, talking to some of the neighbors, and I guess one of uh, the neighbor's daughters went and picked one up, and you know, put it in the pond behind our house. And I said, "Oh, you touched it. Hmm. Wash your hands." So you get salmonella. I said, "Jeff will actually stop. You will stop your car and pick up a turtle and move it to safety." I can make it worse for you. Two days ago, uh, I'm, I'm having some work done in my in my. Back, I was about to commend you on it, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I really would have never seen that coming, okay, so thank you. Um, I'm having some work done in my backyard, and the guy that's there, who's a friend, Dan, uh, when I pulled up, he was like, hey, man, just so you know, I know you dig them. There's a turtle went into your garage. So it's been rather warm lately, so I was like, oh, man, if he gets stuck in there, it's over for him. Yeah. I literally emptied my garage almost completely trying to find the thing. Found it the very last thing that I'm. Well, obviously, I wouldn't move anything else after I found it. But how it much took do you me, have in your garage? A lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't. Know. I have like four lawnmowers and a motorcycle and bikes and hockey equipment. No, I I would do that too because I wouldn't want it stinking up the right. joint when it dies. Sure, we would both do a different motivation, but yeah. I, I get it. And and I found it and I picked it up and I put I put it at the edge of my property and I went in and washed my hands immediately. Yeah, of course, I didn't lick my fingers. If you're dry, if you're, go ahead. Sorry. I was to say, did you see that tweet yesterday that someone saw a turtle walk in there last night? So you might oh, want to really? do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Jeff, somebody saw a turtle walk into my garage, too. <laughs> Clean out my garage. That would be great. If you're driving on a small road and you see you see a turtle, you're not going to stop and move it? Nope. I'm going to try and avoid it as best yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I won't run it over. Yeah, but you know it's going to get run over the next car that comes through. That doesn't matter. You it also depends it? on what road. That's what I said, a small road. Like it's you live on a small neighborhood road. Like, like what? Let's say like my subdivision Your, your street, yeah. Am I going to stop? You don't think so? I stopped for a duck once. Well, what the hell are you going to do with a duck? I mean, it was in the middle of the road. I got, I got out and I shoot it. it? Oh, I okay. shoot it. I go, hey, 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 hey. And well, that's silly. Then you would. We have a deal with the ducks. The ducks should have known. You're right. Yeah, they can fly, you know. <laughs> Even in your neighborhood, you you really don't know if you would stop, huh? You would. I, I stop my car, put my, my emergency brake on, get out. Yeah, uh-huh. we've we've stopped to move, move frogs. The turtle. In our neighborhood right now, it's the deer back and frogs. Frogs are everywhere, and this, it's in the middle. I of the mean, road. wouldn't tell me tell me if you wouldn't would you not feel bad? And and if you wouldn't, be honest. That's fine. If you if you just went around it, and then two hours later you had to leave to go to the store for something, and you went to drive by, and it was completely smashed in the middle of the road, and you 
And half a thought got, in your head, you could say. Would it look like a jelly donut? And well, half a thought in your head, you'd be like, man, if I'd have just taken two minutes out of my life to move that thing, it would still be alive. I'll and go, the I'll, reason I'll, why I'll, it's walking in the middle of the road is because you and all the other houses were built in the middle of, of the its food house. Chain, high five. Yeah. <laughs> imagine <laughs> a watermelon. When, when you see a runover one, is, do, imagine a watermelon-sized June bug. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen squashed. a runover one. Oh, I've oh, run over one before. Is it a life changer? Not, yeah, to me it is. Uh, it, it, it wasn't to me, but I, I, because I still don't stop. But I, I remember <laughs> I there it was, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a turtle right there. I better avoid it. And I did not adjust enough. And I went, bloop, bloop. And I was like, oh. I looked in the rearview mirror, and I was like, Oh, not a hero and a half shot anymore. That is all over the road. The shell cracked, and it was, I mean, there was liquid. It looked like I hit a deer. It's over, I mean, it was, Oh, no. I saw a possum with a flat ass. <laughs> all it had was his front legs, and it was scooting across the road. Oh, oh that's not man. funny. I almost cried. Oh, no. Oh. See, I, I, I would I, feel I would I, feel bad. I would feel bad, but this is this is what. It, okay, so I drive but then, home, but then I'd go. Okay, uh, yeah, I drive home and there's a turtle and I avoid it and then I go into my house and an hour later I have to leave. I get my car, I drive up, I drive up the road and I see the turtle smash and I would go, oh my god, that turtle didn't make it! Damn it! What song do I want to listen to? And I would be over it. Okay, it would it would haunt you. It wouldn't haunt me, but I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. That's exactly what I, I just imagine that night I go to sleep. And the ghost turtle comes into my dreams and said, you could have saved me. I had a race against the area tomorrow. Would have taken you two seconds. Well, I bring that up because there was an incident in Baltimore. And uh, there was, it was, it looked like a pretty big road. It got backed up in both directions because a groundhog was in the road and wouldn't move. So a cop ended up showing up. And, uh, well, there's a woman and she's filming it. And she's laughing. Look at the groundhog in the middle of the room. And the laughter becomes um, something else. O-M-G. Uh, Jay. This cop is talking. <laughs> He's talking to the freaking groundhog. <laughs> no, he's not. <sighs> O-M freaking G. <laughs> he's like, listen, pet me. This is not ha- this is not happening right now. No, no, this is not happening right now. <laughs> oh my god! Is she high? Hmm? I don't think so. But wait for it. Oh my god! This thing is suicidal, or he's trying to go home with him. Oh. He wants to get petted. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, oh! Oh, my God! <laughs> Did you hear that? Was that a gunshot? <laughs> yeah, the cop it's, shot him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so he's petting him very aggressively. <laughs> oh, he wants to get petted. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh! Oh no! Oh no! Oh oh! Oh my God! Did he move quicker? Oh my quicker? God! He shot. <gasps> no, he didn't move at all. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. oh my God! I'm cry. I'm gonna cry. This is not happening right now. Yeah, the cop wound up, wound up shooting it. Wow. Now, in the in the cop's defense, they say the groundhog was probably rabid. Mm. So, for everybody's safety. It had to be put down.
There was no other way. <laughs> On that note, yes. <laughs> Jeff picks up turtles. If there was a turtle, all right, let's say on 109. Turtle on 109. Very, very dangerous very, highway. Very dangerous very road dangerous when road. you're in your car. When you're in your car. Would you stop, put on your blinkers? And ask him why he was crossing the road. Dude, do you know how unsafe this is for you to do this? <laughs> you know, a in lot all, of people want to know honesty. about why you and chickens need to cross this road. <laughs> in all honesty, Jeff, 109. Right where... where and and you know where in my my area right there? Yeah, that's that's a super dangerous area. Yeah, it is because one or not because it's not it's not flat. It's not flat. It's it's and narrow. Curb, yeah, curvy. Would you stop if you saw a turtle? Would you put your blinkers on? Uh, probably. You would. Yeah, I'd probably pull over to the middle or to the to the side of the road. It's, there it's, really is no side there to pull over unless you pull over on a side street i'd probably and then pull try over to frogger it closest side street and then do the frogger thing yeah i probably would and i'm not saying that that's smart and i understand if i get hit it's much probably a little bit worse than the turtle getting hit or you know somebody maybe stopping short because of you right and then somebody hitting somebody else and right you know my family could possibly be traveling on that road too that's true would the, and you would swerve towards me and not the turtle i'm assuming I would t- I would turn towards you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine him running. I'm here to help. Which way are you going? We got to do this fast. Hey, I never said being Captain Save a Turtle was a safe there, occupation. Uh, there, there was a horrible <laughs> story out of, I think it was Florida. There was an alligator that wandered into a highway, and a woman I traveling with her kids hit the alligator, and everybody died. Mm. Yeah, an alligator, it's a little on, different. first of all, all on different. 109 would be weird, but would I don't think weird. I would. I don't think a- I'd get out for that one. Is that a gator on 109? I, I had a buddy that had oh, it's Burton. pet gators, and one got out. Oof. It could happen. It could happen. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, emails. Uh, Kenny is a proud podcast weirdo. He has been dating this and I'm using his words, lovely lady, for about eight weeks now. Things couldn't be better except for one thing. When they first met, she told him that she was 23 years old. Met at a blues game. It was about six months ago. They've gone out drinking to bars and clubs a bunch of times this past weekend. She re, uh, actually said, dude, I'm actually 18. What? Said she was 23 eight weeks ago. And now she says she's really 18, and in a couple of weeks, we'll be graduating from high school. Oh, my God. He's 29. And she said she was how old at first? 23. And she said, hey, I'm graduating from high school in a couple of weeks. How about you come to the graduation and meet my family? Dear Christ. Uh, scary, scary thing about because of everything that's going on in the media right now. Plus, what else is she hiding? What else could she be hiding? So he thought he would turn to all of us. What is there to be advice? I mean, yeah, I'll give you my answer. Um, this is over because you're a giant liar. Over. Ah! Two months of lies done. I hope she turned 18 before those two months. I take even that out of it. The creepiness factor of that and the legalities of things. Oh, no. I, I, that's I take the that first out. thing I think about, well, yeah, honestly. But I'm talking about this relationship. He's wanting to know what to do with this relationship. Have you gone to a bar with her? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, he said that they went Multiple out. clubs, multiple, multiple bars. Multiple clubs. And, oh, man. So she's got a fake, fake ID. ID. Oh, boy. Regardless. And you're buying drinks for an underage person. Oh, Ooh, boy. Man, you, oh, man. Mm. Bah! Bah! Again, take all the legalities out of it. She's lied to this man for two months. Relationship or not, because technically she's an adult. So, I mean, if he wanted to date her, he can date her. Because technically she's an adult. He can't obviously drink and do things like that. However, take all that out. She's just lied to you for two months. Mm-hmm. Bye. Horrible. Run. See ya. Listen, it's not like your age comes up every time you hang out. No. But. And you know what? Damn. I bet it. I bet it's come up in her head over these last eight weeks because somebody who is eighteen that's out at bars and restaurants and stuff, unless she doesn't look eighteen at all, somebody had to have carted her in front yeah. of him. Also depends on where you're going. Well, my point yeah. is, if she probably got carted in front of him, multiple before, bars and clubs. Yeah, I'm sure somewhere along the line. Yeah, we get carted. I'm sure she was carded. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, you run. That's my advice. I don't Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the words of Weird Al, that's T R O B E L. Trouble. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Next. All right. Uh, another relationship question here. This is from an NMMS. Uh Dating this girl for about a year, living together for a while as well. Moved in together because it seemed logical. There's a great choice. Uh, oh, that always works yeah. out. Hey, you want to move in together? Well, that seems logical. Well, I mean, we've passed, we've been together for what three weeks, it's, right? Uh, sure, seems logical. We move in together. Uh, says it was going good, but started noticing a couple of things that started making him unattracted to her. Doesn't say what those things are, but all of a sudden things are unattractive to him. Contemplated ending things, but she uh, doesn't really have anywhere else to go. Money is tight for her, or it says money is tight maybe for both of them. He doesn't want to just kick her to the curb. Oh, by the way, he's been talking to someone else he's becoming more and more attracted to. Well, this is just going to be problems. What do I do? What do you do? Who's on the lease? It's a good place to start. Mm. Who's on the lease for the apartment? I'm going to guess it's him because he's saying, I don't want to just kick her to the curb. Okay, well, this is not working out. Yeah, I mean, you can't take care of everybody. Are you just going to live in misery just because you're afraid of kicking her out? Right. Or for maybe maybe you both move out, maybe clean break. Just I'm moving out, you move out. Um, how about you move out? Yeah. How about he, you want to take over the lease? Or you say I'm gonna go for a pack of smokes, but it's really I far away, never, so I'm, I'm gonna grab all my stuff. And then, yeah. <laughs> but he said in there but that she's smoke. tied on money, right? <laughs> yeah. She's tied on money. Yeah, but how's that? How's that his problem? Well, I mean, it's not his problem, but I mean, if he goes, you want to take over the lease? Then that's a no. That's a no. Then we're, then this then is, we're, we're done, done. here. Oh. Then I guess we're done here. I mean, you can't just, you can't, you can't go on living in misery just because you're she's afraid broke. that she's not going to be okay. Okay, then fine. Be miserable the rest of your life. I mean, Next thing you, you know, you're, you're, you're 85 and she's still broke. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. And and I would do it sooner than later because it, then it's going to get it's things are going to spiral out of control. Yeah, especially if you're talking to somebody else. Plus, what if you buy plates together or something? Mm-hmm. Then it's just then you got to split the china. <laughs> yeah, i i would I would maybe even I would offer maybe the lease option first. Like, hey, 
You want to take this over? Right. If not, then this ain't working out. Mm-hmm. Do it now before Do it now. more feelings. Do it and, now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a kid or something like that. Next. Uh, Sam, Team Riz member Sam is applauding you doing your uh, your uh, teaching at your kid's class. Oh, the junior achievement. The yes. junior achievement thing. And he is uh, about ready to do the same thing. Uh, he is currently in college to be a teacher. Part of the class that he's having is to teach uh, lessons from junior achievement, teaching third graders like you the exact lesson that you taught, he taught a few weeks ago. He's uh, finishing his last lesson this week. He's going to become a teacher, and he's very, very excited about hearing your story made him more excited. And he advises any one of us and anybody to go in. If you got a kid in school, yeah, it was teach fun. a few lessons, a great and time. it'll change your life about your kids. Honestly, I had a great time. And I was... And he says, see you Saturday at Point Fest, by the way. I was nervous. Did you I accidentally start your stand-up routine? And then you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wrong crowd. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I... You know, they give you a packet, and they give you the lesson... And kind of lay it out. Here's what you're going to be teaching. Here are the the uh, you know the tools. Uh, there was a poster and you know little handouts. So and maybe he made this point and I just didn't grasp it. What is the point from the school standpoint of having you do this so that you as a parent see what goes on in no, there? No, to what? have another voice besides the teacher do it. Okay, so this wasn't for you. It was more for the kids. For the kids to hear somebody else's perspective yeah, or whatever. To hear somebody else's perspective on, and and it's basically real life kind of things. Mm. You know, I was talking about, you know, money. I did a money lesson with the kids. You know, what cash is, what a credit card is, how a credit card works. And you had, you take it down to a third grade level. You know, the basics. Right. Ray, questions money-wise startling to you? Like, what is cash? Like, because parents don't hardly ever carry cash anymore. Everybody, or... all the kids know what a dollar bill looks like. How many of them have ever seen the inside of a bank? We didn't, we didn't talk about that. You know, we talked about jobs and income. Yeah, you go around the room. All right, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, what's your job going to be? Right. You know, YouTuber, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be blah, blah, blah. Your kids seen the inside of a bank yet? Not that they have any reason to. When we were robbing it, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Forgot about that. Family day. Uh Uh-huh. But everybody pantyhose. Is that do bank robbers still use pantyhose over the face? I, I don't know. Yeah, man. for sure. Is that a thing? Still? I don't know. <laughs> what is this? Turtles two? Secret of the ooze? I don't know. No, but good luck, Sam. That's uh, that's awesome. You're going to be a teacher. It was, I, and I told uh, my my son's teacher like this is something I'm going to check off my list of things I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I said I've gone skydiving. I've done uh, stand up comedy. Worked with me. I've worked with Jeff Burton. I've done you know done a lot of things. And I said, I've never taught a class. And although it was 45 minutes, it still counts. So I've checked it off the list. Next. Uh, Weirdo Brad emailed in about our real or fake competition uh, punishment for this particular round, which is walking home. Mm, I'm glad you brought this up. I know what you're going to say. What? Go ahead. Uh, he says that you have a house that rental in South City, and he wants to know if you could take advantage of the technicality and walk no. there as opposed. And I knew somebody would bring this up, and it's got to be someplace. It's 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 like got to be someplace you receive mail at. I I I took it as it's the place you are living. Yeah, it's, it's where, where you, you receive live. your mail. Because that's why, like, in, in my mind, right now I'm still living. 
in my home in St. Peter's. When I move out of there and I move in with mom and dad, that is my new place of residence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. You lay your head every night. You hang your hat. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hang my hat in Wildwood. I mean, there is a house in South City that has my name on the on the on the title and the deed, but I don't live there. See, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Thank you very much. Emailer. All right. What else? One more. Uh, King Scott, welcome. Thank you. All right, that's it. Now this right, is from another email. He always goes by anonymous, but he wanted to sign it as Bojangles this time around. I don't, I'm not really sure why, but he says, uh, "Congratulations, King Scott, officially becoming a part of the uh, race right. show." Okay. Oh yes! <laughs> Thank you, man. Talking about how you used to, uh, you know, fill in when one of us is out or help out with a podcast or whatever. He wants to know once we're over at the new studio if Scott's going to be in here in the studio, studio full time and have his own segment like Tony does, you know, sports and I oh, do come crap up with something on. good and I'll and, and we'll do it. All right, but you you know they're actually building a producer's booth. So I'm staying here. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> Dang it's it. actually on Tesson Ferry. <laughs> but finally, it's really nice. Oh, got it. No, as, as a matter of fact, they're building a nice little booth, you know, that, that you'll We're, be in and we can actually see it. Yeah, you won't be across the hall in what used to hold mops and buckets. <laughs> mm-hmm. You literally are attached to the studio where we go, hey, there he is. Hi. Hello. Yeah, like through a window. It looks nice. Have you guys seen the construction? I was just there yesterday. I, uh, I've i seen, um, they still have the plastic over the, over the door? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I walked in. I walked through the whole thing. Was like there the plastic? Yeah. Was there plastic? Uh, I don't remember plastic, but it, it looks great. I mean, it is way further than I expected it to be at this point. The last time I saw it, it was just a gutted room. Uh-huh. No, no, no. There's steel walls up. It's 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 oh, it's wow. go time, yo. Huh. That moved and, fast. And the divider is up. But you can I saw how big that the this particular uh, producer studio is going to be. It's great. I mean, it's it's oh, it's wonderful. it's a great setup. All right, great. That's how you'll be. I'm excited. We're going to put bars on the window and everything. Yes. <laughs> and people were nice. They were walking around going, no reply all. Riz hates that. Oh. All right. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day comes to us from Bonterre. It's Mark Lund. Yeah. 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 Hey, Mark, Mark Lund what's is that? Team Riz member of the day. Mark has been a dedicated point listener for years, and he's now a daily podcast weirdo. And um, when he runs out of podcasts to listen to, he watches our videos on YouTube. Mark says, I love everything about the show, from the weekly and daily segments, occasional guests, the banter between us. The whole thing just works. And he said, it would make my year to be chosen for Team Riz. Keep up the good work. And he says, the point wouldn't be the same without you. Well, thank you, Mark. Mark gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. You guys uh, read Deadspin? Deadspin.com? Sure. Every day. <clears throat> I mean, I, listen, I know there are uh, notorious cardinal haters mm-hmm. over there at Deadspin. But I, there's a reason for that, because the guy who who runs the site... The editor-in-chief. The editor-in-chief is a huge Cardinal fan. Yeah, and... And I think it's the it's the writers and stuff that bust his balls. Right. Anytime you see any type of story that says, like, the Cardinals suck and here's why, or even if it's a good Cardinal story, they say, the, the you know, the most terrible team in baseball, and then they do the story or whatever, and that's because it's a jab at the editor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's you know, it's busting balls, mm-hmm. basically. Hmm. 
So they have a little column on there called Fun Bag on Deadspin. And it has nothing to do with, with sports or anything. I thought this was great. So a reader of this Fun Bag column wrote in and says that her neighbor plays the same three songs in his apartment every day. So on just the three songs on infinite repeat. And it's Daniel Powder's Bad Day. Remember that song? Because you had a bad day. You take it one down. You sing a sad song. Now, can you imagine hearing this on repeat? Hearing the song once hurts me. Because of the overplay that it was back when it first came out. That song. Also, Imagine Dragons Thunder. And uh, Dido's White Flag. But I will go down with this and I won't put my hands up Those three songs on infinite repeat. Every day. Every day. Just all day, every day, or a certain time of the day? Or the neighbor know. plays the same three songs. Wow. Every day. At a loud volume. And then the reader asks... Why? <laughs> what's the worst song to be forced to listen to on repeat forever. And listen, Jeff's had... Jeff has an answer. Jeff mm-hmm. has an answer. You know, we know. Don't tell my heart My aching, breaking heart I just don't think, I think you'd understand. understand. I wasn't sure of the lyrics. Remember Jeff for his uh, real fake punishment. 14 hours? Something like that, yeah. 14 hours straight. That's all that, yeah. Earbuds were the worst. Ugh. So what would the worst song... B, to listen to on infinite repeat. And and don't go deep in your arsenal, like a popular song you're talking about, right? Like, not like, oh, there's this band from Sweden called Yurk that uh, has, you know, children screaming for 10 minutes. You're probably like you're right. talking a popular song. Like right? something we all know is what you're saying. Yeah, what do you, yeah. What do you think? Hmm. Now, there was a guest columnist, and th- think about it, I'll give you a second. A guest columnist for this fun bag his answer was Benny and the Jets from Elton John. Get out of here with oh, that. That's a good song. Is that's it, a great it's, tune. It's, it's a good song. Is it because it kind of it does that drag and it's just behind the beat? And it's a great song to hear, you know, once. It's my wife's favorite song of all time. Basically, it's one part of the song that would be just terrible on repeat. Where it goes, Benny, Benny. Imagine hearing that over and just over, over and over and over and over and over again. It would drive you nuts. There's a song that we that we used to play, and I actually think we played it uh, a couple days ago. Madness by Muse. That would drive you into madness. Mad, 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 mad. Okay. I don't know. Just think, again, you're thinking in your mind of hearing it once, over and over and over again. Yeah, at least there's movement, though, later in the song. And remember, you're, I mean, you're hearing that part, but you're not hearing the part over and over again. You're hearing the whole song, so at least it's not two minutes of just the same thing. I, 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 get, I get the Ramones uh, part in history, and I'm not disrespecting none of that kind of stuff, but those two-minute songs that are just single parts that are hap, 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 yeah. hap, 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 hap,
Yeah, but at least that, that has movement as what? Uh, Very little. As well. Well, Very no, little. no. Oh, dude, come on. You know what it, you, you know what it is? It's just when you think it's over, it starts again. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, no. See, I think it would be, I think it would, I, th- uh, I don't know if there's a general answer. It's got to be like a personal one where somebody has like some vendetta against the song. Yeah, I mean, it's a, par- it's a personal thing. You know what, Jeff? The one that just popped in my head is that Chumbawamba song. I get knocked down. Oh, yeah, that would be, that would be a terrible one. Because it's that coming back. You know what's coming. I get knocked down. Jesse I get says, up again. Uh, Jesse says Umbop from Hanson. All right, here's a, a good a here's a good list. And, and, and I will read these off and you tell me yay or nay. These are songs that the CIA uses as torture. <laughs> okay, so think about it. I mean, yeah, okay. that's what oh, it, I know. Slim Shady, the real Slim Shady by Eminem. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, some yeah, you know what? Something with a lot of lyrics would be maddening. Dirty by Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Toxic from Britney Spears with that kind of weird violin thing. Ooh, what boy. about the Whitney song from uh, The Bodyguard? I Will Always Love You. Yeah, and I You, but let's get back to the topic. Ah. Hey. <laughs> I love you. Uh, you oh, love Barney. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Man. I can see that. Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Uh, <laughs> the theme song from the Meow Mix. Meow, 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 Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. And the reason they say is because it's the drums. Over and over and over again. And then there's a couple songs that you've never heard, like death metal songs. Oh, Queen, We Are the Champions. Oh, yeah. That one be terrible. That too. We Will Rock You too. If you think about it. And I, you know over what? I'm sure and over could, again. Yeah, but at least you get the guitar break. <laughs> if you, but just take the take the end and the beginning and just splice them, you know, kind of together with mm-hmm. no with no no breaks no breaks, it would kill you. What what? We will rock you just mm. continuous. Wait, oh, we? I have I have, and I did this for for a blues game. I edited it where it's it's eight minutes of. That's it. And yeah. editing. It made me want to throw up. Yeah, but didn't we, when we were doing the Achy Breaky Heart, didn't we read a psychological study talking about the actual torture is in the f- just the awkward few two-second silence before it starts again? Mm-hmm. That that was like yeah. a key component. Yeah, they said if you do it in a constant loop, then it's your, not as your, brain, your brain tends to ignore it. But if it stops, there's silence, and then starts again, yeah, it reconnects it. It's like your brain tries to take a breath, and then you just... <laughs> Punch Here's it right a couple out. more songs. Drown, Drowning Pool Bodies. I'm Blue from Eiffel 65. Oh, <laughs> this also says Enter Thank Sandman you, by Metallica. That, that would be maddening. Uh, ACDC Hell's Bells. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything about the band, but the KG Elephant single that we're playing right now. I think that one. <laughs> <laughs> Saliva, click, click, boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Neil Diamond, America. Yeah, that, listen. Ooh, that's a good one, too. These there boots are, are made for walking. There are a ton of these songs. <laughs> Benny! Benny! The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. What if it was just that part? Oh, the, oh <laughs> man. And me singing it. <laughs> All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza. St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% Provel cheese. Oh, I've- Frankie Fingers says uh, on Twitter here, Frankie Fingers, I love that name. The FBI used Nancy, uh, Nancy Sinatra's Boots Are Made for Walking at Waco. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. I got three announcements for you. You ready? 
We sure. Just, we just talked about her. Christina, how do you say her last name, is it? Aguilera. She is uh, coming to town. The Liberation Tour, November the 6th at the Peabody Opera House. Tickets go on sale Friday, uh, May 18th at well, 10 a.m. I'm not interested in you that. You are going. Also. I wouldn't be interested in that. Same here. I'll be there. Also, the uh, uh, Fair St. Louis lineup was uh, was announced yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jason Derulo will be there. Jason yeah. Derulo! <laughs> Martina McBride will be there. And the other headliner, the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Oh! Look at that. Uh, what does uh, Jason Derulo say? I'm pulling it up right now. Well, what starts, was the name of the song? It starts it goes with like Jason, Jason Derulo! <laughs> <laughs> Schedule can be found at fairstlouis.org. Uh, one of his most popular songs is called In My Head. Oh, yeah. In, in my, my head, head the lights, the heat. In my, in my head, head the lights, the grease. That's um, my Jason head. Jason Derulo. That's not going to be it. Also, Riding Solo. You know that song. Riding Solo. Riding Solo. <laughs> Gotta be riding solo. Gotta be riding solo. <laughs> Would you like Gotta to hear? Gotta be riding solo. I love that song. <laughs> Wait, what'd you just say? <laughs> say it again. Gonna see me riding solo. That's it. <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, no. Thirty. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I thought you were mistaken. That's it. You got it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Here we go. This is, this is in my head. What's his name? Oh. Just in case you're wondering who's singing it. Come on. Everybody's looking for love. I don't know if there's cursing in here, by the way. Right, I've heard enough anyway. Yep. What's uh, Martina McBride? Martina McBride's an old country gal. Uh, well, not old, Ooh, but like... Wow, uh, all right. I'd Make say, sure you mention that to her. He, she's what? old. You just said she's old and can barely perform anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm talking late, late 90s. Savage. Um, ooh, there, Here, there, was, there was a crossover single that she had. Yep, this one here. Go for it. Know. Okay, here we go. Oh, she curses a lot. Though. Yeah, she does. Look up how old she is. By this one, <laughs> this one's for the girls. An age. This one's for the girls. Martina McBride. And she's older than you, Jeff. What? She must be performing oh, early. Her at fair set. Yeah, she <laughs> says she's supposed to go on at eight o'clock. That's crazy. Way past her bedtime. Fifty-one yeah. and gorgeous. Thank you, man. How old is... Oh. Uh, also, the other announcement I have for you is that uh, Kat Von D is pregnant. So congratulations to her. Her and her uh, husband are expecting their first child. This is her 97th marriage. Do you know what her crazy. husband's name is? Yes, I do. Raphael Reyes. That's his real name, but what does he go by? Is it Reefer? Rafer? It's... It's... It's Raphael Reyes uh-huh. backwards. So it's his Leifer name. Sayer. Oh, Leifer. Leifer. That's right, because that's what they're going to name their son. Is Leifer. It's so gonna, he's going to be a junior. Rafael Reyes is his name. Like, Rafael Reyes is his yes. name? Yeah. For real. But Leifer is, is Rafael spelled backwards. Yeah, well, that Leifer. may be funny and everything, but he's an author, an artist, and musician raised and credited with creating the cholo goth genre of music. So. Mm. Which is my favorite. You know what that is, right? It uh, lyrically explores the harsh realities of gang and street life over throbbing beats and swirling synthesizers. Throbbing, indeed. This is just off the top of my head. <laughs> I would be, why not Aquatap? <laughs> uh, last night, NCIS... 
I'm gonna do, let me do mine. <laughs> is, that, is that a brand? Is that's like a I'm, brand slogan? I'm Fedg Not Rub, by the way. <laughs> I'm a Bebop Skizzle Rubs. <laughs> Fedge Not Rub. Fedg Not Rub. <laughs> 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 Why not Aqua Tap and Fetch Not Rub? Uh, last night, NCIS said goodbye to Polly Perrett. 15 years playing the same uh, forensic specialist named Abby. Uh, she was a, a fake female scientist, by the way. But she wants Abby, her character's legacy, to live on. Because, by the way, she was going to school for something completely different and then she kind of fell into being an actress Mm -hmm. so she has set up two scholarships so that other women could follow in her character Abby's footsteps one of them is it I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right Valdosta State uh, University in Georgia and then John Jay College of Criminal Justice in New York City she was studying criminal science sociology and psychology at this John Jay is a good school it is uh, Valdesta State and was planning on finishing her master's at John Jay before she, quote, accidentally became an actress. So uh, she just wants that uh, Abby's legacy to live on, which I think is, oh, nice. is pretty damn cool of her to do that. This one's sad, but man, we're all just, we were fans of Robin Williams. So we got to talk about the new biography called Robin that's coming out and it's coming out on next Tuesday, I believe it is. And it includes Billy Crystal recalling how he kind of saw notice Robin's deterioration physically and mentally he says and I quote he wasn't feeling well but he didn't let let on to me all that was going on he would say to me I'm a little crispy I'm a little crispy I can just see him saying that there's a, I, there's a lot of things revealed in this in this book he says I didn't know what was happening except that he wasn't happy he remembers Robin looking thinner and a little frail last time when he saw him in 2013 he cried and hugged Billy and said goodbye and not long after that uh, Robin called Billy to tell him he'd, be, he'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, which was a misdiagnosis. He actually had Lewy body dementia. And then Billy goes on to say, quote, I never heard him afraid like that before. This was the boldest comedian I'd ever met, the boldest artist I'd ever met. But this was just a scared man. They were talking about the last film he did was Night at the Museum. And they were talking about he was in very bad shape when he was doing that movie. Couldn't couldn't remember his lines. That's that's the thing I remember startling was that all of a sudden he couldn't remember his lines. He would. The makeup artist said he would sit in the chair and cry, mm. and she would become his therapist. And she's like, "I'm not getting paid to, to be your, right. your therapist here. This this man needs help." Right. Yeah. And it wasn't an ignorant thing. She was like, "I'm I'm not qualified to help this guy." Yeah. And that Louis body dementia thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it basically almost is like Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have a cure. Right. You hallucinate. You can't sleep. It, it, it messes you up real bad. Yeah. In the book, it also reveals uh, there was one comic that Robin Williams was intimidated by and thought he was going to lose his career to this one this one comic. Can anybody guess? There was one comic. How what? How how long ago are we talking? I don't have a timeline, but this this guy's still relevant now. Jim Carrey. That's yep. it. That's what I was Jim Carrey. That may almost make sense, doesn't it? Because they're very, very much alike. I was physical yeah. humor, over the top, mm-hmm. obnoxious. Jim Carrey. Hysterical. Wow. I'm trying to see. I should have looked to see, but it looks like the book is out now. I see it on Barnes and Noble at least. You can maybe pre-order it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get it for the Kindle? 
probably. For the Kindle? Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, it says pre-order or instant purchase. Either way, either way, it's called Robin, and if you're a fan, check it out. Uh, weird way to, to bring this up, but worst thing that your parents ever said, and I know Patrico gets this weekly with his dad, about sex in front of you that made you uncomfortable. Like, something short of this, but like, yeah, mom and I just, you know, your mother and I just knocked it out. Something to that. Obviously not that. Obviously not that, but uncomfortable conversations with your parents about sex has happened, correct? Yeah, well, my dad tried to have the talk with me, you know, he goes, uh, you know, son, uh, all right, Dad, I don't know where this is going. Okay, good. We're, we're, I think we're about done here. Literally exactly the same thing with mine, except for my, I'll never forget my dad had a wire coat hanger in his hand, and he was like, he was like de- deforming it. You know, like he was- He had nervous. Yeah, because he was so nervous and uncomfortable. I was like, I know, and he goes, cool, let's get the hell out of here. I never had the talk with my dad. Me neither. Ever. I think we should maybe have the talk with your dad together. Yeah. On the air. Uh, No. We've asked, remember you asked him. You asked him a couple of weeks ago. Hey, do you remember when you gave Tony the talk? And he goes, I never had to. I never did. I think that's something that's missing between you guys. I really don't think <laughs> now so. Now that you're moving back home. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say no to this. <laughs> well, that on the schedule. It's no, one, because it's... remember, you already made me text my mom and ask her the last time that they had sex. And she said last night. Oh, we should get an update on that. <laughs> no, we should. So clearly she's open. Scott, remind me when uh, John comes in tomorrow. We need to have to talk. For the conversation. Why are you going to make this awkward? <laughs> he's already awkward as hell when he's in here. And now you're going to put that on top of it? Uh, Seth, Seth Rogen's mom did all this on, it's not quite this bad, but on Twitter. Uh, the other day, his mom, her name's Sandy, posted the following, and I quote, In yoga, when you can see the very private parts of the woman in front of you through her pants, should I tell her? Maybe the person behind me can see the outline of my private parts. My dilemma. And Seth, obviously mortified, replied on social media, Jesus, Mom. She says, well, it was real, and I wonder if she really could have wanted, or if she really would have wanted her hoo-hoo so obvious out there. (laughs) Her hoo-hoo. Is that what moms call it? Yes, I guess so. A hoo-hoo? Who am I I, uh, talking about here? And there's some audio clue here, Riz. Who looks fantastic for her age, but unfortunately, she's letting all of the hotness down there go to waste because she said this. I'm not dating anymore, but I did up until a couple of years ago. I'm 80. I closed up shop down there. She closed up shop down there. Who is that? If you can't tell by the voice, who do you think it is? Can you play it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Close your eyes, Tony. All right, let's see who's... Closed up shop down there. I'm not dating anymore, but I did up until a couple of years ago. I'm 80. I've closed up shop down there. Hmm. It's going to be somebody so obvious. We're going to be so bummed about this tone. A uh, movie, one of, well, my favorite movie of hers, uh, I'd never even seen the whole thing. It was just the opening credits. Jurassic Park. And that was that 70s or 60s? 60s. 60s. I think late 60s. No. Barbara Streisand. Goldie Hawn. She's not 80. Well, you guys are right there, man. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're Meryl close. Meryl Streep. You're close. She used to be married to a guy that... Elizabeth Taylor. That... A very rich, rich man. Jackie a, Onassis. That has a TV network named after him. Oh, uh, uh, Farrah, um, um... Ted Turner's wife, whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> Who was married to Ted Turner? Uh, yeah. That gal. Oh, Jane Fonda? Jane yeah, Fonda. Yeah, that's Fonda. Fonda. That's it. Thank you. You knew when I said that gal. That, uh, uh, I was talking about Jane Fonda. By the yeah. way, the movie is Barbarella in 1968. 
She says she's 80 and she's just uh, closing up shop. So she's done down there. After years of talk, it is finally official. Ladies and gentlemen, I can officially tell you there will be a third Bill and Ted movie. It is happening for sure. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter. Alex Winter found time to do this, which is pretty cool. Stop it. Don't stop. I know it's Alex Winter is a cryptocurrency expert, by the way. I've is he? Seen, I didn't know I've that. I've seen documentaries about Bitcoin and Alex Winter is in there as an expert. Okay. Jeff. Is that where he's taking all of his change so from Applebee's? In, in between Applebee's shifts. <laughs> I, in my head, I said <laughs> Applebee's or Target. That was one of the you two. You mowed my lawn on that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, in the third movie, they're he's middle-aged. Also director. Yeah. Uh, they're middle-aged and still is director. Now, you mean you're, she, he's he's a shift leader at Applebee's, mm-hmm. right? Is that what that means? He directs people to the fry thing. Says, <laughs> Let me direct you to this booth. I need a side of fries. They're middle-aged and still in search of the inspiration to write music. They travel through time to find it. Uh, what year did the first one come out? Off the top of your head. 89. 89. Well done. Is that it? 1989. Yeah, Tony got it first. Did I get it too? 1989. Yep, you got it first as well. Good job. All right. <laughs> it's one of those days. Uh, t- uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey came out in 91. Is uh, George Carlin coming back as Rufus? I don't think so. I emailed him, but he hasn't gotten back to me. Too soon. Guys, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Are you serious? It's not too soon. It's not? What, what, how many years ago was that? Ten years ago? Yeah, no. At least. Gosh, yeah, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Gotta look that up. Got it? Okay. Uh, earlier this year, North Korea, South Korea seemed to uh, get, be getting together and oh getting along, goodness. right? June 2008. Sorry. Wow, y'all are right. Almost exactly, Almost exactly 10, 10 years. Ago. Said it a little too early. So North South Korea getting uh, along okay now. Now Katy Perry and Taylor Swift are now burying the hatchet, ladies and gentlemen. Do you even remember what the uh, argument yeah. was about? Do we even know anymore? I mean, somebody dissed somebody else. Somebody, Katy Dissing. Yeah, it was somebody stole somebody's backup dancers while they were both on tour or yes. something to that effect. But who reached out to who? Um, someone's management reached out to someone else's management. No, not at all. It was completely personal. Oh, <laughs> you okay? I'm thinking it's somebody who uh, <laughs> whose record didn't sell very well. That very well could be. <laughs> so we're saying Katy Perry reached out to Taylor Swift, right? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking yes. I'm thinking that Katy Perry sent something backstage, or I'm sorry, to uh, the hotel room of uh, Taylor Swift. So I just got to my dressing room and found this actual olive branch. This means so much to me. Is that Taylor Swift? That's Taylor Swift. And if you see the video, there's an actual box with an actual, like she said, and there's a note in there. You can't read the whole thing. But part of it, hey, old friend, I've been doing some reflecting on past miscommunications and hurt feelings between us. I really want to clear the air because my record didn't sell very well. I may or may not have please, added that. Please put this on Instagram. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Almost five years in the making here after Katie allegedly stole dancers from Taylor Swift during the 2013 tour. Uh, Variety has put out, finally, Variety has put out a, a sampling of Hollywood salaries, which includes both upcoming movies and ones that are already out. Mm. And the reason for this is back in the day, some romantic comedy that, let's say, Tom Hanks was in, just, just a one-off you know, back in the day, they could command $20, 25 oh, yeah. $30 million for yeah, the thing. Yeah, Joe versus Vol- the Volcano. I'm pretty sure he got 50 mil. Great example. These are 
the uh, almost all of them when you're in the 20 to 25 to 30 million dollar range it has to be one of these big marvel you know, you know yeah. something something with a franchise behind it so who do you think is number one on this list and this is a mo- this is a guy you know him but it's the for rock. a movie that's not coming out until 2019 the and rock. it is one in a series in a franchise the rock no that's a great the Vin rock Di- is vin diesel rock is number two on the list Oh, vin diesel yes vin diesel number three on the list Chris Pratt. Vin Diesel is at $20 million. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for Red Notice that's not even coming out until 2020 will be getting $22 million. Chris Pratt million. has a Jurassic, the new Jurassic thing coming well. out and uh, the Guardians. Uh, Chris Pratt, Jurassic, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom is number 13. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, 10 million. One more time. Say, say the exact like title of what this is. Just Hollywood salaries for movies that are either out or coming out still. Out or coming out. Yes. Um, it's a guy. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. No. Uh, Ooh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is RDJ. RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. is number 11. What about, what's his name? Brolin. No. No. He's just a no. bad guy. I was Cable in, uh, in Deadpool. Yeah, and he's, he's not yeah. the main character, though. Number 15 is a female. Same movie as uh, Chris Pratt. Bryce Dallas Howard, $8 million. Number 14 is Emily is. Blunt. What the hell would number one be? It's not it's not somebody like Tom Cruise paying himself Tom for Cruise, a, a yes. self Tom Cruise is number 7 for The Mummy in 2017 11 to 13 million dollars is what it says. Will Smith? Oh, that's a good one. Nope. Mark Wahlberg? Nope. 13 is Chris good. Pratt, 12 is Kevin Hart for Jumanji, Kevin 10 Hart. million. Number 10 Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which is coming out in 2019 10 million. It's not going to be Brad Pitt. No. No. He hasn't done anything huge. It's lately. not going to be Johnny Depp's. And you he's, said it was something in a franchise. Yeah, it's a, it's a franchise, but I don't believe this franchise has put something out for a handful of years. Oh, I was just going to say Harrison Ford. No, Harrison Ford's number eight. Indiana Jones five in 2020. He's going to get upwards of 12 million for that. So franchise. number ten is Leonardo DiCaprio. Number nine, Sandra Bullock for Minions, which is was from 2015. Minions, 10 million. Cartoon. Ralph Macchio for Karate Kid nine. Seth, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the last name it's right. Rosian. Rosian. Uh, Flarsky, which is coming out in 2019, 15 million. Jennifer Lawrence for Red Sparrow. 15 million. Mm. Number four, Anne Hathaway. So all we need is number one. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, What? Bond. Wow. Bond 25 coming out in 2019. What a good agent. $25 million. And The Rock, listen to this. The the way that he uh, supplements his, he gets a million dollars to talk about a movie on social media. A million dollars to do postings. Well, he's got all those followers. 100 million on Instagram and over 57 million on Facebook. I read something about his Instagram stats, you know, with the social media selling social media. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think he does Under Armour. And Under Armour reported... Since switching with him, like they, they try to calculate their conversions, and it was something like if The Rock is wearing your stuff, it's worth something like eight million dollars instantly. Mm. Wow! In, in sales or, so, or something along those. I, I don't, don't. Those aren't the numbers, but the numbers were They're just that spectacular. Absurd. Yeah. Crappy birthdays, uh, Mary Mauser. That is, uh, you would know this, Riz. I have no idea who this chick is, but she's Daniel's daughter on uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, okay. So apparently he has a daughter, Mary Mauser, uh, Five 22. episodes in. Is, how many episodes are there? Because I know there's like two for free. Eight, I want okay. to say. So it's not like a huge commitment? How, how? What are they? Are they 30 minutes? 15 no, minutes? 25 minutes. Oh, okay. I got to catch up on it. It's good. It's good. Uh, Audrina Patridge, she was on the Hills. She's 33. Prince Fielder, 34. Rosario Dawson is 39. Andrew WK is 39. Ghostface Killa, 48. 
one of the principal members of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> you got it. Mm. Uh, Billy Joel is 69. Candace Bergen is 72. And today's Burton birthday of the day is Calvin Murphy. You probably don't know that name, but he's an NBA Hall of Famer who played with the Rockets for 13 years. He's currently one of the talking heads on the Rockets uh, pregame show. Uh, his most notable stat, 14 kids with nine different women. Get it, Calvin. <laughs> he's 70 today. Yeah. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Lisa Ann. And today's birthday girl has been thrown around more than washers at a St. Louis barbecue in 547 films, including... I don't know. Who's this? Lisa Ann. This is the chick that was in Your Nail and Palin. Yeah. Oh. Also in oh. Anal Cavity Search, uh, Waterworld 4, oh, History of the Enema, okay. Anal Boot Camp, uh, Double D's and Derriere's Volume 1, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Yeah, I Banged Your Mom. <laughs> Lisa Ann is 45 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Hey, don't forget, Big St. Charles Motorsports. Tomorrow is the rescheduled bike night. That starts 6 o'clock. And then uh, Saturday's Point Fest. And we're having a Point Fest pre-party at the Hot Shots Maryland Heights on Dorset. We'll be out there from noon to 2. The new Weirdo Burger will be uh, will be debuted. Sounds good right Lots now, lunch. Couple drinks, your chance to upgrade your tickets to maybe pit tickets for Point Fest, or maybe get yourself a ticket if you don't. That's a noon to two Saturday, our Point Fest pre party with Hot Shots on Dorset in Maryland Heights. I was uh, driving east yesterday after the show, around uh, 11 30 noon. Go over the Poplar, head into Illinois, had a dentist appointment over at Foley, side the top off the Jeep. Gorgeous day out yesterday. And there was a game going on. And as I was riding over past the stadium, I just got this, I could since I had the, the top off, the smells of the ballpark. Yeah. Like when you go to a baseball game, there is a certain smell to mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, singles, doubles, stolen bases here no, and there. No, stop that. Now I'm talking about like, I can almost smell like pretzels cooking. Uh-huh. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. You know what the smell to me is? And it doesn't matter where I am. If I ever smell cooked sauerkraut. Yeah. I immediately go, Boop, baseball game. It wafted like into the car. Oh, wow. Just going by the just going, stadium. Just going by on, on you know, 64 going east. Huh. That's awesome. It was, it was, I had like kind of like a, like, ooh. Yeah. Kind of feeling. Like, I don't think I've had the top off the car going past the stadium during a game. Right. That's and it was cool. a, it had a distinct smell to it. Oh, I can smell a little day baseball. That's what it was. That's the day baseball smell. What is that smell? It's all day baseball. All right, time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. A fight broke out at a track meet. At East St. Louis High School yesterday evening, and you see video of this. Oh boy, it was a, it was a melee. Yeah, it was a brawl. It was a brawl. It was a brawl, brah. And there were more than twenty athletes involved in the brawl. It, it was in the stands, and one parent said there was almost no security there, and it took about now there was there was security, almost no security, not enough to handle enough. such a thing. Yeah, and it took about uh, fifteen minutes for the police to show up. And the track meet wound up being canceled. I think it's been rescheduled for Friday. It's supposed to be today, but because of the weather, rescheduled for Friday. But the video is insane. I mean, it's it's. I don't know what it was over. 
Mm-mm. I don't it know why they were hair. beefing. Why are we beefing? They were beefing for sure. And the big rivalry in my high school was uh, was North versus South. I went to South, and there was North, and it was hockey. Hockey was the big rivalry. And I was in it was soccer, and it was us and CBC and us and Desmet. And when there was the North South hockey game, I remember when I was a freshman, there was a huge brawl in the stands. Huge brawl. One year, somebody's uh, brother jumped over the jumped over the glass to punch a ref. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I never. The only fights I saw weren't uh, from my high school, but I hung out with a bunch of guys from Rosary, and they, you know. Would get into with guys from Aquinas Mercy, so that was the big beef that up north. Beef Rosary versus Aquinas. Well, more great news for East St. Louis. Uh, they were named the most dangerous city in the country. All, All right. right, see you put in the work. Congratulations, happened for you, man. Yeah, the National Council for Home Safety and Security examined violent crime stats in nearly 3,500 towns and cities in America. And they came up with their top 100 list based on incidents of violent crime per 100,000 residents. And East St. Louis, Illinois was number one. Followed by Darby Borough, Pennsylvania. Opelika, Florida. Oh, that's Florida nice. City, Florida. Flint, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Saginaw City, Michigan. College Park, Georgia. Pritchard, Alabama. And West Memphis, Arkansas. And they say, this organization, that East St. Louis's problems could be traced to the deindustrialization of the area and where which good-paying factory jobs left and railroads were rerouted into the city, forcing residents to move away. St. Louis, by the way, was number 22 on the list with 1,698 violent crimes per 100,000 citizens. Boy, I remember when I first started, I know you guys are going to be shocked to hear this, but when I first started driving, I went to a baseball game, I believe it was, yeah, with a girl for the, it was like our first date or something. It was like, I could drive, so let's go. We went to the baseball game, and I got confused on uh, the way out figure. Yeah, in the downtown traffic and wound up in Illinois. And it was after a baseball game, and then, you know, the 20 minutes to get to the car, another 20 minutes to get out. So it was pretty late, and we were L-O-S-T. I mean, it was and bad. And you wound up in East St. Louis. Oh, I mean, once we got to East St. Louis, we got lost. And I pulled into a, a park, gravel parking lot of some little like liquor store. I saw an old man standing in the parking lot. Are you I sure just... you're not telling us what happened on, on the vacation movie? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Holmes? <laughs> You tell exactly, me where the interstate exactly is. It's like uh, yeah. the Griswolds in Vacation. Except for they were actually in Missouri, okay. at least. Yeah, I and then was you not. turned to your son, Russ, and said, Russ? Roll him up. Roll him up. <laughs> I asked some guy, some old man, for directions, and he made me pay him for directions to get back. This how it says rib tips. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, four other, and this is not the FBI list, by the way. This is the uh, National Council for Home Safety and Security. Uh, four other uh, Missouri cities were on the list. Sykeston was number 13, mm. Jennings, 74, Kansas City, 80, and Branson at number 83. Mm. Here's some good news, though. I will give you good news. Remember we were talking about Airbnbs yesterday mm-hmm. and how, you know, they could be dangerous. 
There's no real regulation. Some of these Airbnbs don't have smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors. There's no real code. You got me all freaked out now because I'm staying in one in just a couple weeks. Well, think about it. I mean, th- think about it. it makes it, hotels are regulated. You know, there are laws that you have to have certain things I don't know, just to talking. operate as a hotel or motel. I'm doing it on the cheap. Well, the good news here in St. Louis is Airbnb hosts are amongst the nation's nicest, is what they say. Nice. And this was an article in the RFT. Um, 87% of St. Louis Airbnb reviews are five stars. That's five out of five. 87%. And the reason for the high ratings? Old people. And they say they are by far the fastest growing demographic of hosts in the city. They saw 115% year-over-year growth in senior hosts in St. Louis, with the next fastest growing demographic being at 74% growth. And seniors get 90% five-star reviews, higher than any other demographic in St. Louis. So according to Airbnb, we're number three as far as most hospitable cities in the nation. Asheville, North Carolina is number one, followed by Portland, Oregon, and then there we go, St. Louis, Nashville, Phoenix, Denver, Austin, Charleston, South Carolina, Dallas, and San Antonio. The city of St. Louis is by far the biggest Airbnb market in Missouri. 88,500 guest arrivals last year. Damn. So that's good news, okay? Okay. Would you ever think? Thanks, man. I know you wouldn't, but this is just kind of a general question. You know, like if you're going out and like this is a weekend, we're going to tear up the town. Some people get a hotel room. Like if you're going out for somebody's bachelor party, you get a hotel room downtown. Would you ever think to Airbnb in your own city? Um, like let's say you lived in Wentzville. I would. And, I and, would consider it. And you're going to a. Uh, it going I, to it a, would cross my mind. You're going to a baseball game for somebody's bachelor party. And instead of getting a bus and, you know, doing all this. It would, it would cross my mind. Just get a, get a house in, in South City. Uh, we talked a bit yesterday. Uh, there was an incident at a Nordstrom's, Nordstrom Rack, the one in Brentwood, where three uh, black teenagers were wrongfully accused of stealing stuff from inside the store. In fact, employees called the cops. Cops came, found out uh, there was no problem. And the president of Nordstrom, I'm sorry, not the president, the CEO of Nordstrom Rack actually flew into town and met with the boys yesterday. I know the ND, uh, N, uh, NAACP was involved, and uh, I think things seem to be resolved there. That's good. But not very good PR for Nordstrom Rack. No. And that's why the CEO got involved. Yeah. And now there's a video making the rounds online showing a Schnooks employee denying a money order to a couple because, I don't know, were they black? I mean, they were black, but is that why they were denied this money order? And the video has been viewed almost uh, half a million times. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's not good. Well, here's a story. A guy named Kellen Hill, he said that he and his girlfriend were at the Schnooks at Concord Center in South City trying to get a money order to pay rent. Now, he had originally gone earlier in the day, but employees told him, hey, you can't use a debit card to get the money order, and you got to come back with cash in hand. They told him there was a bunch of fraud cases where scammers used debit cards and out-of-state licenses 
to get money orders. It was like stolen debit cards to get money orders. And Callan, by the way, has a Florida driver's license. And most of the scams were coming from people with Florida driver's licenses. Anyway, so he comes back with 1100 bucks cash, and he came with his girlfriend. She went into the store with the cash, planning to exchange it for a money order, but the employee refused. And after hearing that, Kellen took out his phone and started recording. And the girlfriend's crying. I mean, you can see in the video, the girlfriend's crying. Other customers start to question the employee, asking him why these two could not get their money order. And the employee said he was following the company's anti-fraud policy. But Kellen said that he hasn't been getting money order, that he has been getting uh, money orders from Schnook since November and has never had a problem. And I believe the employee said something like, you know, it's your it's your people that are are scamming. Something I'm paraphrasing, something mm-hmm. uh, something along those lines. Correct. And Kellen said the employee even then called the cops and tried to have them arrested. Ultimately, they were given their money order, and the employee apologized for the inconvenience. It did not look good. Schnooks has reviewed the incident, and the employee has been fired. And Schnooks is saying that what he did, especially since the couple had cash, was not in line with their policy. That's what I was going to ask. You come in with cash, what are they scamming then? How are they this scamming guy you? Followed what? Hey, you got to come back with cash, and he did. Right now, Todd Schnook, the uh, CEO, he released a statement saying, "Creating environment, creating an environment where customers receive exceptional service is one of Schnook's uh, core values." The exact opposite was on display yesterday when a customer attempted to use cash to purchase a money order at one of our stores and was refused. This should not have happened. We have spoken to the customer by phone to apologize. The teammate involved was terminated. I would also like to publicly apologize as well. The customer visited our store to purchase a money order with a debit card and showed identification issued by the state of Florida due to multiple recent incidents of fraud where subjects were using stolen debit cards and showing out-of-state identification, most frequently from the state of Florida, to purchase high-dollar money orders. The customer was asked to use cash to make the purchase instead. Later in the day, the customer complied with the request when his wife returned to the store with cash. The money order should have been sold to her at this point. It was not. Yeah, so basically what he said was, hey, the, the employee was correct. At first. Until when they one. came back with cash, that is when he started to screw up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not a good looking video. And and the, and the poor girlfriend, I, I don't know if it's girlfriend or wife. I mean, she's sobbing. She just wants the money order. Mm-hmm. Uh, heads up, if you live in the DePere area, a guy was caught on camera uh, ca- uh, casing a neighborhood. And the guy was looking for unlocked cars in the Diamond Ridge subdivision off DePere Road around 3 a.m. yesterday. And you could see this dude clear as day not only getting into cars, but also going into a garage. And luckily, the guy left when the alarm went off. And DePere's public uh, safety department wants people to check out their security videos and check video on the department's Facebook page. And if you have any info, call them. You ever been robbed? I mean, uh, you, you I ever mean, had my, my car broken? I know, I know your car, but uh, uh, what about your property, on your property? Or ever suspected is any, any, anyone being in your house? Uh, no. It's the worst feeling of all time. 
of all time. I mean, I got a pretty good security system to yeah, prevent I, such a thing. I do too now, but I didn't forever, my entire life, and uh, <clears throat> had things taken out of my garage. Uh, I'm sure they went in. I don't know what they took from the house, because that's the thing. Like, If somebody wants to be discreet about it, they can go in and get little things, and you may never notice, so you'll notice yeah. months later, and you, like, you know, I mean, they probably took me... The first or the first time that I even noticed one one time in the garage, they cleared out my fridge and took some things off the the workbench. I didn't you, realize. Yeah, you're not gonna look for that. I didn't realize the fridge until maybe a few days later on the workbench, probably a month later. And I'm assuming it was the same time somebody was and in there. By workbench, your bed upstairs. There you go. No, no, That's no, no the actual <laughs> workbench. <laughs> I, I, I had like got in your house. No, I had wow. like a, I had like a roll a, a, a row of like a drills, all of them gone. Ah, hey, and there's little things you could do. If you, even if you don't have a security system to protect yourself, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Don't leave your car keys like right at the front entrance of your house. Yeah. Now, you know, sometimes you have those little windows next to the doors. Sure. And, and yeah. sometimes you have a little table. You go into your house, you throw your keys there. Like somebody could punch through that window and just grab your car keys. Yeah, I have a roommate of mine, and uh, when I lived in Springfield, she always would walk in and leave her purse right inside the door. One morning, everybody woke up, and there was basically the window was busted out right where her purse used to be. Yep, gone. You could see it from outside. They punched in, grabbed it, and walked away. Or people look for like a key hook. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are the car keys. I like to keister everything when I go. Sure. Out. Yeah. So I mean, that's a uh, way to do it. <laughs> Why you never buy watermelons? Safety first, guys. Yeah. No, just my car keys, and my wallet. Oh, okay. And uh, finally, locally here, and this is this is awesome if you if you're feeling lazy and you don't feel like mowing your lawn. There's a company in the area, and they just came to the area. They're called Green Pal, and they bill themselves as the Uber for lawn care. And they're a company out of Nashville, and they launched in uh, 2012. They're now in 25 markets, including St. Louis. You go to their website or you download their app. It's called GreenPal. Once there, you put in your address and the day you want your lawn service. And then local landscapers bid on the job. They bid on the job by looking at online pictures of your property, uh, square footage, and some other details you got to input. And once your lawn is cut, they take one picture of the completed job and upload the picture to the app for you, the homeowner's approval. This is brilliant. And once the homeowner approves, like, hey, I did a, they did a good job, that's when the landscaper gets paid. This is brilliant, as long as there's a legitimate vetting. I'll get to that. I was going to say, just like you, know, you, you want Uber to legitimately vet the drivers? Fox 2 interviewed one of the lawn, service, one of the lawn mm-hmm. services that uses this. And uh, and the owner said that using Green Palace helped his business. Okay, good. That's awesome. It's not taking away because any any landscaper could you know I guess join this service. Mm-hmm. It's helped his business, it's helped his customers, and he says that people don't have to be home at specific times to meet. Yeah, because they just take the picture and they upload it. Same day service is available, and you could request the same lawn company each time. Now, the local companies are vetted by GreenPal. And if there's an issue, you go to them. And there are about, as of now, 25 different companies in the area. 
in our area? In our area, using the service. So you think this is a, if you are a lawn care service, this is a, you know, you pay to be on there for the lead, that sort of thing? I think that's Maybe what it's it probably way to get is. business. Yeah, that's great. What, what, that's, what, that's great for both sides of this, the, yeah. the landscaper and the customer. No kidding. What if what if somebody on your street is just a terrible neighbor and everybody's sick of their grass being up and we all just pitch in and <laughs> cut the guy's grass? Here's his address, Green great Pal. Idea. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a very non-confrontational way yeah. of doing it. Yeah. It's very passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the uh, that's the local stuff. Boy, the uh, weather's looking decent for Saturday for Point Fest. I know they released the set times. Uh-huh. So find out when your favorite band's going on, 1057thepoint.com slash pointfest. I, uh, I, last thing I read was a high of 80 and chance of awesomeness. Oh, great. 100% chance of awesomeness. Yeah, because yeah, I will be there. <laughs> yeah. I think fun was mentioned, too. In the Low, Oh, li- cool. A little warmer. Uh, a little warmer than that? High of 91. Oh, high of 91. So, for I mean, Saturday? But, yeah, high of 91, but partly cloudy and zero chance for rain. Oh, yeah, we need that oh, cloud. sweetness. We need that cloud cover. Yeah. You going right. to wear shirts? Oh, yeah. If it's going to be high of 90, I'm wearing <laughs> shirts. Are you going to be wearing shirts? I don't know. I don't love wearing shorts. I don't love it. To Point Fest or just in general? In general. I'm not a short. I don't love wearing shorts. You have amazing legs, though. They're chicken legs. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. I'm Thank you, Jeff. I'm usually shorts and you in know the house. What? Noted. You saying I think noted. I think one of the main reasons that I'm for sure going to wear shorts is because we've got a lot of things to do. There's not really a whole lot of like, I'm just going to be kicking back. Like, there's we're doing things literally from when we get there until we are done. Yeah. We're, we're moving, moving, yeah. moving, moving, moving. So if I'm in jeans, I'm I'm gonna be toasting a little bit. I used to wear shorts a lot until uh, playing the pageant. I don't remember which year. My dad was there, and I was like, "Dad, what do you think of the show?" And he used to give me like these breakdowns, like, "Oh, I think the vocals were good, and and this could, you know, maybe work on that." And he goes, "It was great, excellent, best show I've ever seen you play. Don't ever wear shorts again. Your legs are terrible." Yeah, I <laughs> feel I, the same way. And Not I was about like, your legs. "Dad, what?" I was like, I'm a streamlined soccer player. That's my body style. He's like, your legs just look really chickeny. Yeah, that's what, that's what I say. I got chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. They almost don't match my body. Yeah, now I don't know what to do because I'm sure I'm in the same boat as you guys. I don't think I've worn shorts in public since he said Oh, it. Jeff, you will definitely <laughs> be wearing shorts. You think so? Yeah, I mean, we had a gig on Saturday where it was cooler and you were wearing shorts. Well, yeah. if, you, if you're going out to the show, we'd love to see you. We got a little meet and greet going on. Uh, 4 to 5.30? Correct. Right up front. Uh, right as you walk in, there'll be a tent. So 4 to 5.30, uh, just come by. We'd love to shake your hand say thank you for listening to this here radio program and making it what it is. be nice to see you out there at Point Fest on Saturday. Patrico's going to be in shorts. Maybe. Ooh, oh, it's not a definite? No, it's a no, it's, I mean, it's not a definite. I mean, uh, How about some slacks? 91, 91 is shorts weather. It's shorts weather. However, it's going to be a wake-up Open up the door, put my hand out, and go okay, and then I'm yeah. The different outside. It's different. It's different. It's a different. If it's a, di- it's a different ninety-one in St. Peter's at your house than it is at on the, the blacktop. At, at, at that's true. You guys Point ever Fest. brought a change of clothes to Point Fest? I th- maybe a possibility. I've done that many, many times. Underwear, socks, everything. Oh man, you I use can't the shower be in the back. Yeah, you use the shower. Fa- in the I gotta back? get fancy Absolutely at the end. Huh? You have showered there. You have showered there. Absolutely. What do you mean? Of course, you were gonna say of course. Of course, I have showered there. Yeah. I mean, I have. I mean, I'm not gonna change clothes yeah, as a band. without wiping yeah, as a band. down. Yeah. But what? No, no, no. 
I have as a band because I performed yeah. and I sweat sure. profusely and, yeah. and whatever. Why would you have showered? Because there? it's been ninety plus there before with blacktop and getting there at nine a.m. and leaving at eleven o'clock. Yeah, why not halfway through? If you have the opportunity, why wouldn't you? Hmm. That's I mean, very strange. Listen, you're making sense, but that's just kind of it does, that's it wild does. to me, Jeff. What you're all saying, I need you you're to making say sense, is but I made it makes sense, no sense. Period. That's all. <laughs> no, what you what you did say there does make sense. Right. I like what you're it saying. Is, it is Thanks, odd though. Why? It's very odd. Because I like I what you're saying, the, but you're a weirdo. I think in the history of, of, of this radio station, has been around for 25 years, uh-huh. <laughs> hundreds of employees, uh-huh. you're probably the only one that's ever done I, that. I guarantee you. That's a, an amazing comment to make. Over 25 years, you're just going to blanket statement say, I'm probably the only one. Yes. Really? Why did you shower after your set? Well, dude, I mean, I'm, no, a, just, I'm on uh, stage. Why did you shower? Well, because I was on stage for 40 minutes. And, and, I and pr- what did you do while you were on stage? You started getting hot and sweaty, right? Ah, that's a different vibe, though, Every, man. That's listen, vibe. The bands are if you're hot and sweaty and you want to shower and you shower, di- what's wrong with if I was on stage or not? Sweaty, it's a different sweaty after doing physical activity as opposed to standing there sweaty. And as he, Patrico just got done saying the entire time we're there. We're running, 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 but, doing but, something the entire but, time. I mean, so I get hot and sweaty, so I shower. But, I mean, when you say running, I mean, not re- you're not really running. Like you're running around. You know, I say I'm gonna run yeah, some I'm errands. Running around. I say I'm running some errands. I'm not sure. physically running from my house to the store. And if I'm being, I com- physically kind of a, run from one stage to the other before. Yeah, sure. If I'm being completely honest, I think the only one time that I've showered there at, at our home amphitheater was when I was on tour and did not, even though I'm only 10, 15 minutes away from there, I did not have the opportunity to go home. I, the bus was leaving super early because it was a long drive. Okay. So I'm saying like. I didn't why have another shower. No, no, I'm not. I, no, I'm, I just don't understand why it's so startling. If a person is hot and sweaty and there's a shower available, not, again, why I, wouldn't I, you I, do, I do it? I appreciate it, and it's a great idea. Yeah, I think I think yeah. nobody here is saying. Nobody here is saying. Am I turning it. you? I, I, I may even, be turning you. I would in a million years not ever think about. That's it. what I was going to say. I don't think anybody <laughs> look at me making you think. I don't think anybody in this room is saying what you are doing is wrong because it makes sense. You are there all day. You are sweating. You take a shower before you go home so you are refreshed nobody's saying that's wrong but what he is saying is that i'm not showering before i go home i shower halfway through that's even weirder i, think. I can't why, wait why not hit the re- reset if you have the opportunity hey, why not where's, where's, jeff? where's jeff he's in the shower, he's in the shower. <laughs> i can't wait to be asked that question and, and, and here's the funny thing and going back to your comment 25 years of it nobody has ever said where's jeff he's in the shower you don't even know it well, no, it's because no one would ever expect that. I, I sneak would put, off for I a shower. I would put $100 down <laughs> saying that you are the only person in the history of this radio station that has showered at Point Fest. Yep. Mm. I'll put another $100 down. I would, uh, $100. I don't even have it. Like actually physically getting into the shower? Like yeah, like you have gotten naked at Point Fest and gotten into the shower. Taken a shower. <laughs> the, uh, right. Not <sighs> non-band playing. Like sure. that has not been in a band mm-hmm. that is like... Uh, all right, cool. I got 10 minutes. I'm going to just hop in the shower. There is a, a <laughs> former employee here that would take your $100 because I am certainly not the only one that's done it. Oh, I think I, I know get, what you're talking I gotta about. I got to get that story. No, I think I know no, what it's, you're talking it's, about. It's just exactly the same thing as I'm talking about. We knew we would be there all day, so he brought a change of clothes, and he also showered separately than me. In a non-sexual way? Yeah. Most, same, mostly. Same, that, then that doesn't count. <laughs> Because it has to be purely for the refreshment, well, not the sexuality of it. Hundred bucks. Well, yeah. Just to refresh yourself. Are you writing the name down? No, it was it was that person, but oh. he he just showered. Okay, that doesn't count. I'm gonna go ahead and say that doesn't count. 
that doesn't count. Why doesn't it count? What? Uh, Why doesn't it count? Because we're talking another... about we're talking about like uh hey, I, I got a full work day here and then I'm like and I'm at a concert and there's a shower, so I'm gonna clean myself. That's what you did it for. That's what the person that I'm talking about did it for, too. Or are you talking about that the person did it because that might have been their only option to shower that week? Right. All right. More than two people. I'll put $100. (laughs) (laughs) I'm making phone calls. (laughs) Email Tommy the boss and ask him, have you ever heard of anybody, an employee showering at Plug Fest? He's probably in his desk. He's not here today. He's at the other place. (laughs) <laughs> this is too good. It's too good that you're actually defensive because we're not even no, attacking no, you. I, I'm not attacking uh, you. I, I, I don't feel attacked, and please don't feel as I'm being defensive. I'm just explaining my side of it that I don't think it's a but weird you don't thing think, at you all. You don't think us questioning That's that what makes you like, weird. No, you can question it, but my my I, I don't understand why my explanation is not good enough. That it's it's if, totally if, good enough. We are saying that it that is That the enough. facilities are there. <laughs> So why not take advantage of them? That's like saying you have to go to the bathroom and there's a bathroom there, but you don't use the bathroom. Why? It's yeah, common yeah, okay, sense. Okay, there's okay. a shower there. I, you know, okay, but, but I here, go here's to somebody's house and go, you got a shower. I'm just going to hop in. Yeah, yeah. Because that's sense. the same thing. But, well, okay, okay. okay. If you think about it. No, no, you wait, wait, wait. I just ate a meal. Oh, hell, the place I showed up at has a table full of food. I guess I got to eat it. totally the same. Or what about this? So you guys were all there at my 30th birthday party at my house. It started at noon. You guys got there around two. Right. We were outside. It was over 100 degrees. Yeah. Okay. People hung out until two in the morning. And you could go inside with air conditioning. You weren't running around working the whole time. No, but you were outside hanging out, and that's where the majority of the party was. Yeah, I guess There are rooms at, at, at the amphitheater where you can go inside and cool down. Right. Now, nobody at my party goes, there's a couple showers here. I'm hopping in. And I also wasn't there from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. But but people were there you from two a.m. to towels. two from two from noon until two a.m. I don't want to use okay. anything you rubbed on you. I, I don't understand how that has anything to do with this at all. It's, it's a it's, it's a person's <laughs> personal house and shower. Nobody's going to go into somebody's personal house and shower. But that it's the, is a horrible example. Was, it's there, right? <laughs> it's a public shower. That that's what it's there for. Again, I can't from wait. Tony's from, house that has a shower for, and it isn't there for his guests. It's for bands this and house, crew members. Okay, that's fine. We're, we're, we're all taking a shower together. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You've already said that you were contemplating it, yet you're giving it, me crap it about it. It makes sense. Do okay. you bring shower shoes with you? Absolutely. I bring flip-flops so with me. So in your, like, Point Fest kit <laughs> is soap, shampoo. No, there's soap there. There is? Is, is it one of the, sure. wall, the wall things? Yeah, it's the wall By the thing. way, <laughs> not by her own choosing, but my sister-in-law did use my shower at my party, if you guys remember. Okay, yeah. Right before the ambulance came. So... <laughs> Well, you like to wash up before you get in an ambulance. That makes sense. Oh, we're a strange bunch. <laughs> I emailed the boss, by the way. I'm waiting for his response. All right. Well, here we go with another uh, dumb teen challenge, and kids are getting hurt. Uh, this is called the uh, deodorant challenge, and you've heard of it? I, You know, I saw I saw an article about another kid gets burned. Yeah, well, the uh, the article and and kind of the poster child for this challenge, and how dumb it is, is this fifteen year old from England, okay? And the mom is talking about the fifteen year old who may need a skin graft after taking part in this dumb thing with some of her classmates. And the challenge involves spraying deodorant onto a person's bare skin for as long as possible. And if you look at this girl's injury. 
which, which by the way, three weeks later, she's still in severe pain, and yellow liquid leaks out of the wound. Oh. oh. Quote, it's a hole in my arm, and there's all this yellow stuff coming out. Uh. It's basically a severe second-degree burn. Yeah, I was say, is it a chemical that's burning, or is it a frostbite well, vibe? Well, s- spraying deodorant two inches from the skin for just 15 seconds can cause the skin's temperature to drop by more than 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. And that drop in temperature could cause frostbite. And the damage caused by the deodorant challenge can also increase a person's risk of skin cancer down the road. Wow. But they won the challenge, man. Yeah. Woo. Anybody use spray deodorant? That's a great point. That's the first thing I thought was. It's kind, still kind out there. You, used to. Yeah, I, I used, used it once. I was like, I don't like this. When I was a kid, I used to. Yeah. Well, think about when you spray, you know, it's, it's a little cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely cool. Yeah. Psst, psst, ooh. Especially on a summer morning, you spray it on there. You're like, hey, I'm up. I'm up. What about the roll-on? You guys use the roll-on before? What's the roll-on? Mm-hmm. Like a regular it, stick of deodorant? No, no, no. no so it's no, not a stick. This actually rolls? So, oh, yeah. it's, so it's like it's a liquid. It's a ball. Yeah, it's a oh, liquid. And it's a, it's a ball. It basically, think of like a ballpoint pen, but yeah. you know, the size of a giant magic marker. Wow. And you do that, but it is gross. It's you wet. Gotta, you gotta, yeah, you got to walk around like this until you're dry. Well, that's, that's like, uh, I, know, I know for a fact, Rykard does it, but I'm sure everybody has like the gel where like you twist it and it's got like a hundred little holes up top. I don't goes, like that either. Everything that is Oh, that's sick. Because the first one you put on, you don't know how much to twist it. And then you do it and you're like, why all of a sudden did I put... A cu- uh, eight ounces of deodorant underneath my arm. Yeah. Oh, you have oh. to do one little click. Those are the shirt I do even one little click sometimes is too much. And, you cl- and then you squeeze it a little bit and a little more comes up mm-hmm. and then you're just... Yeah. yeah well, I mean, the roll-on. Do they even make roll-ons anymore? I'm sure they it do. Was ba- I think the company was Bang. Ban. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, well, yeah. I think... I, I know what you're talking about. The green lid? The green no, it was lid. blue. It was like a little blue bottle. I think I think uh, um, companies used to offer all three. They get the gel, the spray, or, uh, all four: the gel, the spray, the stick, and the the roll. The stick. I mean, come on. <laughs> stick. <laughs> you, I mean, you used a, ra- a crystal or something for a minute. Yeah, I did. How'd that work? You said it worked. It I worked. think you said it worked good up until it was like ninety something. Up until it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it worked when it worked. Now I just rub a little dirt under there. There you go. Yeah, it works good. Get right oh, back yeah. in there. Way more masculine. Barbecue sauce and beer. <laughs> Hey, if walking around in high heels and no pants is a crime, then, man, Jeff's got to be locked up. <laughs> so there's a, a 37-year-old guy. His name is Jeffrey Battaglia. He's from uh, Virginia. And apparently he's got a very specific fetish. Or a really strange exercise regimen. Because there were two nights back in March where people spotted him walking through the park in the following outfit. A black hat, a black dinner jacket, High heels, stockings, no pants. Sexy. And the cops eventually tracked him down, and he was just arrested for indecent exposure. So I guess and the, if you the, look at his picture, he looks he's smiling. The only thing that's illegal there is the no pants, I guess. If he, as long yeah. as he had pants on. He had stockings on, but no pants, and I don't think anything under the stockings. So imagine how that looks. Hold on. Okay. Hmm. You know, I hate to stereotype. I hate to. But believe it or not, there's a 42-year-old guy who lives at home with his mom, and he's got a big collection of lightsabers. Just like mine here. But he's got more than the one. So the police in uh, Dubois, Pennsylvania... Got a call a couple weeks ago from a 75-year-old woman named Joan Vargas. 
And when they got there, they found she had cuts on her head and wrist. And she told them it was because of her 42-year-old son, Andrew, who had attacked her with one of his lightsabers. And she told the cops that she wasn't sure why he attacked her, but he denied it and said his mom had hit herself with the lightsaber. Uh, he was arrested for misdemeanor assault and harassment. Hey, come on, man. He should also be arrested for giving 42-year-olds who live at home and people who like collecting Star Wars stuff bad name. <laughs> Big jerk. And uh, finally, you know, everyone's also, uh, everyone's uh, so focused on Facebook. Facebook abusing our, our personal data that no one's paying attention to the fact that Google also has encyclopedias on all of us. And apparently Google's new plan is to keep us loving them by doing stuff that, I don't know, will make life easier. They're going to make sure you never have to interact with another customer service rep ever again. Google's holding their annual developer conference right now, and they just shut off a new app called Google Duplex that makes phone calls for you. A bot with artificial intelligence could call a restaurant where you want a reservation or your cable company if you're having an issue, and it could carry on a surprisingly natural conversation with the person there to take care of what you need. I mean, I'll give you an example. I could call this hair salon and made an appointment as if it were a real person. Let me see if I could pull up the, uh, the audio here. Here's the uh, Google Assistant calling the hair salon. So how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. Doesn't that sound real? Yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah, scary real. It's scary. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. That is the Google Assistant making that phone call for you. she hot, you know? And the, the woman at the salon never knew she was talking to a, to a computer. And if you're an Apple fanboy, good good luck getting Siri to do that for you. She <laughs> won't. And uh, Google says they're gonna be rolling this thing out as a as a quote experiment over the next couple of weeks. But if it works like they say it does, you may never have to sit on hold or deal with a horrible customer service rep again. That's great. And that's not only Google's uh, new feature. That's not only you know what's up the new Google's putting out. They also want to write your emails for you. You know how when you type a search in Google, those autocomplete suggestions pop up? Now they can do that with all the sentences in your emails. The assistant can also handle uh, taking over the phone to, uh, I'm sorry, talking over the phone to somebody with a foreign accent. Even when the person misunderstands what the assistant wants. Wow. They made one call where they tried to uh, reserve a table at a restaurant and, and couldn't get it done. But the live person still doesn't know she was talking to a machine. See how may I hear you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. 
for seven people? Um, it's for four people. Four people when? Um, next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we leave here for like upper like five people. For few, four people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? For next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Isn't that amazing? Oh. It's even creepier that they put the uh. Yeah. Like so, it does sound like a real person. Mm-hmm. And that is your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. Yes, Jeff, you got something? Mm. Oh, I thought you raised your hand. No, sorry. Never mind. Pseudo Shell, traffic and weather. Oh, uh, the boss just uh, hit us back. Yep. The text. Te- Who's ever showered as an employee at, at Point Fest? Yeah, the text I sent was, in the history of Point Fest, has any other jock besides Jeff Burton showered at Point Fest? And his response was, not to my knowledge. You know, you are the Columbus of showering at Point Fest. <laughs> That's what it is. The first. You're welcome. I'm, I'm blazing the trail for everybody. Grab rush for the little mega. Hot scarf made with a sugar. Why do you keep on the table? You're gonna create another table. Grab rush for the little mega. Hot scarf made with a sugar. Why do you keep on the table? I don't think you did. It's the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. The best, huh? I got a feeling if you're a system of a down, this is probably what you're used to hearing as far as the crowd singing back at all different times you wanted to, and during this song in particular. If you missed the uh, beginning of the show, we played some bad karaoke. And by bad, I mean great. <laughs> That's uh, Bev and Bob. They got their own YouTube channel. It means they're serious. We may have played some of their stuff in the past. Oh, we have. Definitely. They, I think one of the, when they first became quote-unquote known was from their cover of Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Oh yeah. Well, you because know, remember he's going, "Wake me up." <laughs> what what kind of what kind of, you know, made us play that was going around the internet. There's a video of some parents at a bar mitzvah from, from back in the early 90s just doing atrocious karaoke. And if I could ever go away. I like we need this, but I <laughs> Screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Jose Martinez hit a homer in the first inning, and the Cardinals went up early yesterday afternoon against the Twins, and that was it. Twins beat the Cardinals 7-1. Oh. It's the second straight game that the Cardinals have lost by six. Cards are off today, then they head to San Diego to take on the Padres. It's an early one tomorrow. First pitch, 9-10 p.m. <laughs> Miles Miklas gets a start for the Cardinals. <laughs> Uh, the Seattle Mariners, James Paxton. He pitched a no-hitter against the Blue Jays in Toronto last night as his team won 5 2 nothing. Donaldson a couple of feet in the grave already. To Seager, the pick, the throw. Paxton has done it. It's a no-hitter. The left-hander from Lattice. 
hit the Blue Jays on his native soil. Oh. Yeah, he, st- he struck out seven, walked three, and it's the uh, third no-hitter of the season this uh, thus far. Uh, 29 years old, he became the first Canadian to throw a no-hitter in Canada. Hmm. Danny Mack yesterday on the broadcast was saying how up to this point in the season, there's been a record number of no-hitters or and or perfect games taken into like the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. Or, you oh, know, really? That's yeah. He said it's very astonishing the amount that has happened that have come close this year already. Yeah. It's so it's, it's not like you could blame, you know, a lot of home runs on a juiced ball. Right. Yeah. Or they need to lower the pitching mound I mean, or raise the pitching mound or whatever. Well, I mean, pitching a no-hitter is, you know, that's, that's skill. Yeah, for sure. You can't blame anything. Right. Riz, baseball's biggest rivalry is? Uh... Yankees Red Sox. You got it. And uh, they're going to be playing a pair of games in London next season. Two games. Two games will be a trial run for MLB's intention to follow just like the MLB or the NFL and NBA have done by playing I games if, over um, there. If the MLB's big out there. Mm-hmm. They're going to find out. In your travels. I'll be there in a couple I weeks. I mean, aside from, I mean, baseball is huge in Asia. Yeah. Huge. Japan, China. Huge in Korea, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Latin America. Mm-hmm. Is baseball big in Europe? I'll ask around. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I'll find out. Find out. They're going to be playing there next June. Uh, Matt Harvey, fall from grace, kind of started with the Mets. Uh, injuries haven't been kind to him. He's lost a little bit. He wasn't performing well, and he went from a starter to a reliever, and he was pissed. Then they used him in sort of a closer's role, and he was pissed. Then they asked him to go down to the minors, and he said no. Then the Mets went ahead and designated him for assignment. And shockingly, he was pissed. Well, his trouble with the Mets is over. Yesterday, they traded him. The Mets made a deal with the Reds and sent Matt Harvey to Cincinnati for a catcher. Even funnier, the Mets were playing the Reds. So literally, it was a go ahead and go over to the other clubhouse type of deal. From what I understand, he... uh would go out and party a lot. Yeah, Matt Harvey. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of those. He had an unbelievable talent. He knew it, and he was. I am a king here. So he would. I, I guess uh, there was one story. I guess the Mets were playing at San Diego, and he went the night before to Los Angeles to go party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. He and it's the next day. Was it the owner or somebody was commented the next day saying something like, "Yeah, I would like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not." Yeah. Well, the catcher not even in the same city. Would not even party in the same city. The, the catcher for the Reds that got traded to the Mets, a guy named Devin Mezorosco, he said that he went from being a red, a red to a Met in a matter of 15 minutes. Literally had his Reds socks on as he walked through the corridors to go to the Mets locker room. Wow. wow. Crazy. I know there's been a story, and it was a million years ago, of somebody getting traded in between games of a doubleheader to the team that oh, his yeah. team was playing. That's no fine. way. Yeah, yeah, but sorry. I mean, it was a gazillion years ago. That's rare. Uh, it's not the best time to be a Toronto sports fan right now. I mean, you heard the guy from Seattle threw a no-hitter up there. Uh, the Raptors just got bounced from the playoffs. The Leafs just got bounced from the playoffs. And now comes word that the Blue Jays' closer, Roberto Osuna, has been arrested and charged with assault. According to prosecutors, I've yet to confirm details of the crime, but he was apparently seen attacking a woman who he's been romantically involved oh. with on Tuesday morning. And police showed up. And it's got 104 career saves due in court on June 18th. And Major League Baseball has launched its own investigation investigation uh, uh, into what transpired. So, who knows? Sucks, man. Not looking good. Really sucks. And by the way, the Leafs are in the playoffs still, right? I'm wrong about that. I believe they got knocked out. The yeah, Leafs in? Boston yeah, knocked so, them out? Yeah. Expos, okay. I think, knocked them out. 
Uh, I, I, for some reason, no, I no, Boston's out. Boston's yeah, said. Boston yeah. got knocked out by the Lightning. Lightning. That's it. I'm sorry, I forgot which team. The, and Boston beat the Leafs to move on. You're right. Uh, the Saints running back Mark Ingram. Okay, that guy has been one of those guys where he's been a workhorse. Never had really huge numbers, but he's been a workhorse. Maybe it's because he's taking performance enhancing drugs because oh. he's suspended for the first four games of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ingram, uh, the team has said that he hasn't been around because people were asking, like, where's Mark Ingram? Are you trading him? Because that was what was going to happen. They were talking about getting rid of him. Well, he's not been around because this happened, and he got busted. He could still participate in all the OTAs and stuff like that, but it looks like that's not going to happen. So who knows what's going to happen. Bucks, Browns, Falcons, Giants, those are the four games that he's going to miss. Chicago Bears rookie linebacker Rokon Smith had his car broken into while he was, in, uh, while he was hanging out. In addition to a bunch of stuff stolen, a jersey from the national championship that he wore when he was playing with Georgia, and a tablet that the Bears gave him that had their entire playlist. Why is that in his car? Boy? I don't know. The entire list of every play, I mean everything, in there, in his lab, or in his tablet, that was stolen. Now, the Bears claim that they've wiped everything. But who knows? You can't really tell if it's been wiped or not. Uh, finally here, Kurt Warner turns 47 next month. His last NFL snap came in 2009. While he was being honored by the Cardinals, he was up at the broadcast booth, and he said that he had a conversation with an NFL head coach this year about coming back to play. When that coach said, eh, we signed somebody, we're not going to be really interested in signing you, then he said, okay, I'm officially done and won't play again. Can you imagine this Kurt year? Warner playing this year at the age of 47? Unbelievable. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. All right, let's go to St. Petersburg, Florida. There is a 54-year-old woman named Jennifer Sue Sunday. And Miss Sunday on Friday afternoon called 911 and said she had an emergency. Now, I guess the term emergency is relative to the person. Paramedics rushed to her house. They got there. It turned out the emergency was Jennifer needed beer. Okay. Mm. Not one one. Well, wait. Was she completely out? So, well, they left. And then a couple hours later, she called 911 again. Reported another emergency. And when the paramedics got there, it was the same thing. She said she needed beer. Only this time, they say she seemed like she was drunk. So maybe it, was, it wasn't that she needed beer. It was more that she just wanted beer. Anyway, she was arrested for misusing 911. Today, go from St. Petersburg, Florida. 54 year old Jennifer Sue Sunday. You are today's Headline Hooge. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real. Provel cheese. Uh, if you didn't hear before, if you haven't heard yet, after years and years and years and years and years of talk, there will be a third Bill and Ted movie. Don't know exactly what it'll be called yet. Bill and Ted three, maybe. Is this Who something? Knows? This is something that people have been going. Man, I need another Bill and Ted. Uh, yes, his name was Alex Winter. Look up Alex Winter net worth. I bet Curious. it's slightly more than mine. Curious. Anyway, there will be a uh, a third. I have it. Let's take some guesses. All right, Alex mm. Winter. Yep. Are we going prices right rules? Yes. All right. Uh, Alex Winter, not Keanu Reeves from 
Bill on tap. <laughs> Burton. Okay. Four million. Four million for Riz. Okay. That's Moon. A great, that's a great guess because he does so he many does other things. things. Mm. Moon. I'll just say uh, two and a half. Jeff. If you say how much is the average salary at TGI Fridays? <laughs> come on, Jeff. Wait, does this include tips? <laughs> Jeff. One million. One million. The correct answer. Eight million dollars. Wow. If that's anywhere near true. That is. True, hold on. Let me is, look at. It me, is. Hold on. It is. Hold on. It is it's true. On the internet. Come Everything's on. true on the internet. No, but this website has been accurate almost every time we've gone to it. Oh, I'm sure. Ah, uh, you said almost, so it's not 100 percent for sure. It could okay. be one million. Yeah. The only reason every time we talk net worth now, and Moon goes, if that's accurate, because there's some random weird no, website no, out there that has, that has you listed at nine million. Uh, yeah, that has nothing to do with it. It's the internet, man. You hold can, on a like, Wow, you are okay. rich. Yeah, nine right. mil. You gotta take a Damn, little dude, bit. Go? Apparently, this dude Grand does voice here. work like all over the place. Well, I'm looking at it, and I would not consider that all over the place. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. By the way, has anybody ever seen Freaked? That movie was awesome. And also, he directs a lot of things, especially TV commercials. Oh, and that's—I mean, dough is just flying out of people's ears, and that. <laughs> if you do enough of them, I know a guy that does enough of them. And he's rich? <laughs> no, ain't no eight million dollars. I, I told I just, you he does. He does a lot of things. Um, cryptocurrency. I didn't know that Moon hated Alex Winter so much. I don't hate him. I'm, <laughs> you I'm, just said it. I'm defending the man when somebody's <laughs> saying that he is worth something that he may not be. I mean, here's what is that? What if he's saying he's really worth dollar? eight million, and I want to borrow seven and a half million dollars from him, and he doesn't have it? He'll be like, I'm just I saying. heard it on the radio that you're worth $8 million. Yo, Dude, I was selling a ton of records. Things were great. Career was all this kind of stuff. And people were asking my brother while he, why he was driving driving a crappy car. Because like, isn't your brother rich? I'm just saying. I'm sure you guys get the same thing. Everybody thinks you're loaded, Patrico, because you're no, on they, the radio. They sure don't. Oh, yes, they do. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was also on Lost Boys. Don't forget that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he what, was. What, what was that? 1987? <laughs> He's got that Lost maybe, Boys money, maybe man. Maybe he gets a check every every so often. Right. <laughs> oh, here we go. He was in Fever in 1999. Then he was in Bones, one episode in 2007. Yes, but it was. Tons of work, this guy. It was a very special. <laughs> I told you he's big in cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in, in and of itself, is huge. Uh, Gina Davis is about to be single, everybody, if you're hot and heavy for her. Her husband filed for divorce yesterday. Uh, I ain't going to try on that one. Irreconcilable differences in their marriage. Separated last November, married in September of 2001. Three kids, girl and twin boys. Uh, he is asking for spousal support and joint legal and physical custody. He's asking the judge to deny any request for spousal support as well. Uh, he did not use his real name in the filings. This is kind of weird. The caption for the divorce reads, Rob Doe and Veronica Doe. Hmm. Maybe try to just keep it secret. Gina, I guess so. Gina Davis. She's League of Their Own, right? Yes. Yes. That was on the other day, and I turned it on. I forgot how hot Taya Leone is in League of Their Own. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's My like God. A, she, I don't yeah. think she has a line. No. She's Alex a, Winter was in Bones, by the way. Yeah, yeah he said one bones. episode. In all new Bones. <laughs> Alex Winter on an all new Bones. <laughs> this was Gina Davis's fourth marriage. You might no, as well just a, stop. She's an expert to archer. Yes. Really? Like Olympic caliber archery person. She must have had a couple of quickie marriages if she was it's married for here. 27 years and this was her fourth marriage. Oh, Gina Davis, oh, huh? Yeah. 
Uh, Penthouse posted uh, its feature on Stormy Daniels yesterday, and here's what I learned from it. Uh, she has a she will crush Cheetos for cash. She will basically do anything for cash, and she's completely <laughs> fine with it. <laughs> Penthouse, she would do anything for cash. Anything for cash. She literally says that. Penthouse followed her to one of her stripping gigs. And apparently those stripping gigs, it's not like it's a packed house, by the way. Yeah, I saw one where there was like four people that are taking pictures of her. But also, you, I mean, this... this. It depends on where she goes, actually, because I've and, seen pictures of a, a large crowd. Well, that's oh, have you? And there are like... She gets into town on a Wednesday and is there through Sunday. Yeah, well, wasn't she just here and it was... Pretty, yeah, she was pretty four, successful for four days, and I think the Friday night that she was here was like packed out. Yeah, but her like you know Sunday noon show, I'm sure. Right, was, right. It is a Sunday noon it show. Is a Sunday the, noon the matinee. Show. A lot of sadness. Uh, it doesn't say where this particular gig was, but she was at a gig, and the penthouse people were there, and they said some gay dudes showed up with bags of Cheetos and asked if she would stomp on them for a few extra bucks. And she said, and I quote, I'll do anything for $20, which is how she got into the industry she's in, Mm -hmm. apparently. Uh, Money was exchanged, Cheetos were scattered, and the hardworking porn star turned international news story, ground them to an orange powder beneath her heeled stripper shoes. And all I can think of is, can you imagine the cleanup for that? Because it's being ground into that carpet. carpet? I guess, unless maybe they put something down and they're not saying, I don't know, but. (laughs) Ground that into your carpet? Wait, which which one of you is it that calls toes Cheetos? Me. So so she. Get your Cheetos off the desk. That's right. So she was. (laughs) Ah. Cheetos on Cheetos. Uh, How old is she? Um, I guess 44. If she's in her 30s, I mean. I have the answer. Everybody guess. 44. 44. I'm going to say 39. Riz says 39. Jeff says? I have it in front of me, so. 39 is correct. Wow! She looks an old 39. She looks a very old 39. She said, uh, she also. That's road hard. That is. And put up full of Cheetos. She, they asked her about President Trump, and she says he's not very big. The sex was nothing special. And during the action, his hair flops around like, and I quote, a drunken cockatoo. <laughs> Fill in your own joke there. Uh, Tones, I think, was the big uh, fan of 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. Incorrect. My wife watched it. Okay. Uh, so uh, the next season is coming up, and uh, season two, the trailer has dropped for that, and it's up on the blog if you want to check that out. It arrives May the 18th. I saw a billboard for that yeah. going into Illinois yesterday. Woody Harrelson is in the new Han Solo standalone movie, and don't ask him about the movie itself because he cannot, literally cannot tell you. Okay. And I assume that the movie studio does not want you to reveal the whole plot of the movie. That's exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so do they have special talks with you? Do you feel that like... I bet you he doesn't even know. You don't think so? No. You think he pays attention to what a movie's about? He uh, uh, Later on, and I don't even know if it's this interview or a different one, but he did say that he has memory issues. Talks with you. Do you feel that like the sit-down with you is more intensive than it would be... With, say, one of the other actors? Well, they know that I'm a little loose sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah? yeah. You know, fast and loose. Yeah. Uh, Do you uh, worry about that? Are you worried about revealing anything? Well, I guess I have to yeah. worry a little Do you, bit. Did you have to sign a document saying that they will take your I'm home sure. from you? I, di- I did sign, but I just kind of scribbled it. You so, did, I see. <laughs> you know, you could, in a court of law, you could argue it's not my signature. Somebody else got in yeah, there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
you think Woody Harrelson knows a lot about Star Wars? Come on. He's in it for the paycheck. You don't think he's a fan? He's not one of those guys that was like, I always wanted to be in one of the movies? I I don't know that answer. Woody Harrelson sits around smoking weed with uh, Willie Nelson and McConaughey playing the the bongos. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that, but I, I, I think he's a lot more pro and dug in than than he's he, than, than he wants us to know. What you're trying to say that he doesn't show up and he goes, "Where's Mr. Spock?" No, I'm just Hey, Spocky! I know I know he's franchise. He seems Woody. somewhat one or two dimensional, but I mean, if you if you did you ever see True Detective the first the first season? No. I'm Parts telling you it, yeah. both of those cats because you know, you're just talking about bongo player Matthew McConaughey and and the naked weed smoking and all that. They are so exceptionally Exceptionally good in that first season of True Detective. I love Woody Harrelson, by the way. I've got a big fan. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Did you ever see Three Billboards? I never said it like I I was in the movie. I just I have thought, not seen it. I just picture Woody Harrelson. Now all I can think about is him walking into the set of Star Wars and like cracking his knuckles and going, "Love that I get to work with Wolverine." All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's way more cerebral and connected than we think. I think, you think he's, he's been playing, playing it up a little I bit. I think he's been playing that Cheers dopey character in real life forever because it works. He's he's made a career out of being Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I mean, man, my mom, my mom hates movies with Woody Harrelson and like she wow, literally really? has never anytime he's on the screen she goes ah but she loved him in three billboards loved him he's an exceptional talent and he I don't think he gets the credit he also opened up about the uh special place marijuana has in his life with uh-huh. Ellen recently and you know he quit smoking pot right no but when yeah he did really and when you're friends with Willie Nelson you don't stay quit he was never comfortable with me quitting. It just bothered him. And so, and I would always say, Willie, you know I'm not smoking. He'd always say, do the same thing like he just heard it the first time. Really? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it just happened like 500 times. Finally, he passes me the pen after I win a big pot. We're playing poker, and I'm in a celebratory mood, and he hands me that pen, and I just snatch it. I go, oh, yeah, I take a big draw off of it, and he says, welcome home, son. Oh. <laughs> I love how he used the word pot, talking about weed. Yeah, talking about I weed, mean, in a, yeah. in a weed conversation, and it wasn't referring to weed. You know, he was actually uh, served on the advisory board for the National Organization of Reform for Marijuana Laws, and then uh, after it was turned legal in 2016, he actually applied for an open medical marijuana dispensary in Hawaii and got turned down. <laughs> Really sure why, but he got turned down. I think he's smarter than y'all think. Tell me if this ever happened to you, uh, Moon uh, White Snakes. David Coverdale says the band has completed a new studio album. It's called Flesh and Blood for release later this year, and now it won't be because he revealed that the worst technical catastrophe that could ever happen happened. Masters erased. Lost it all. Oh, lost boy. quote we lost pretty much all the new record which we were hoping to get out in May or June a technical catastrophe occurred that's never happened in 45 years album's been pushed back to 2019 wow um it's happened but not to that degree it was like a number probably about two days worth of tracks or something and the only re- reason I remember it is because at the end of incubus of science there's like a hidden track and the guys like showing music or something and one of the camera guys or somebody hits a button and they start cussing them out mm-hmm. and we thought that was so funny and i remember when it happened i quoted it front to back because i was like damn it gavin 
You almost erased the thing, and you, we we lost a few tracks, but never, but never an album. Somebody should tell him that you just got to go to the recycle bin and hit restore, and it all just I don't right back. Why? <laughs> See the old the old guys and computers. Yeah. Now you listen, click the thing that looks like a floppy disk. Not to give some insider info, but there has been a few bands, one of which I know in particular, a very big band, that said. Hey, we had a record, but it accidentally got deleted, and the reason was it was so crappy the label refused to put it out, and they needed a little bit of time to redo the record. Yeah, it is. (laughs) That's not common knowledge. What's common knowledge? I don't know what you're talking about. Not sure what you're talking about either. Hey, everybody hates it when the scalpers scoop up all the big uh, tickets uh, at face value, and then they turn around and resell them to everybody, uh, charging a fortune, right? Ticketmaster has got was is looking at a possible way if the software is developed eventually to get around that, which nobody in this room will ever do. Probably facial recognition. They'll they they put your face on file along with other info, and that way scalpers get squeezed out of the whole thing. So at the venue, the only proof of purchase you need to bring is your face. They've already scanned you. No ticket necessary. No timetable yet for this. It's not even clear if the technology is ready, but this is their idea. You don't even know it. Alexa in here scanned everybody. All right. Hello? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He just put it up to his face like a phone if anybody, you know, wants to know. Alexa! Dick Cheney? (laughs) Alexa! (laughs) Buy me tickets to a show! Here's my face. <laughs> Look, it's me. She goes, hold on. It's I'm me. listening to the new White Snake record. Uh, crappy birthday. You know, Dick Cheney's now printing tickets at, uh, in Omaha. Are you getting paid to talk about Dick Cheney being in Omaha? <laughs> I just want to know. Dick Cheney's in Omaha <laughs> pumping out CDRs for the new White Snake. never been to Omaha before in his entire life. <laughs> He bought a bunch of Sharpies and CDR. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got the paper printer label. Crabby <laughs> uh, birthdays. Uh, Adrena Patridge uh, from the Hills is 33. Prince Fielder is 34. Rosario, Rosario Dawson is 39. Andrew WK, 39. Ghostface Killer from Wu-Tang is 48. Billy Joel, 69. And today's Burton birthday of the day. A guy named Calvin Murphy. He's an NBA Hall of Famer. His most notable stat, 14 kids, 9 different women. Get it. Uh, Bob on Twitter says, well, Riz show for God's sake, just cut the ish and watch the first season of True Detective. I've been telling you for that. For God's sake, it's incredible. It, he's, it's he's, it's fantastic. He's right. I've been telling you that for and years. Then, is it on Netflix? I, no, uh, it's an HBO. It's on HBO. Yeah, demand. HBO. I will tell you this though: season two, way disappointing. Don't even bother. Way disappointing. Don't. Don't that's even only bother. Vince Vaughn and uh, Colin Farrell. Uh, Ra- and Rachel McAdams. Yeah, and mm. she's fantastic. You know, she's she's it's, not great. it's, it's not just great. it's just not. I think the first one was so good that the second one was bound to fail, no matter what they did, no matter who was in it. Uh, yeah. I just don't think it was done well either. So, who knows? Uh, uh, if you're curious, Calvin uh, Murphy is 70 today. I heard they're doing a season three. Really? I'll give it a go. Uh, here <laughs> comes the show. Oh, Damn okay, it. You mind. got me. The bobber was uh, in the water, uh, and I took a bite, and it pulled uh, the bobber. Alex Winter and Dustin Diamond. Hey, you never know. Might be worth a try, but don't waste your time on number two. Just, uh... Real quick, some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. I'm sure you guys saw this online. On Monday, people got the distinct impression that there's a sign in Kansas City which proudly declares Kansas City welcomes 25 million visitors annually. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about making the rounds. This thing went around. Yeah. 
And the image was first shared by a Twitter account called You You Had One Job. And the picture went viral because people assume somebody who works in the Kansas City Tourism uh, uh, Department there had misspelled the word annually. So Kansas City welcomes 25 million visitors annually. It's got to be a record. It's, well, <laughs> I was going to say it's got to be fake. Yeah, it's, it's a fake. God, I knew it. I, I, I could, When I saw that photo, I'm like, there's no way. Because you've seen some real dumb misspellings that have gone out onto... Um, out onto wherever billboards anything that's one that does not happen well visit kc tweeted that afternoon we can confirm that this photo is a fake the advertisement it features has been doctored to show misspelling where there is none and that's one of those pictures that has legs too because in a couple of years it'll pop back up oh yeah absolutely even though you know visit kc said it was a fake it's still going around Mm -hmm. i saw somebody tweeted out yesterday this guy. You know, when somebody is referring to you as, oh, this guy, you know, it can't be good. Never. George Zimmerman. Do we know George Zimmerman? We sure do. He is looking at criminal stalking charges after he allegedly threatened to feed a private investigator to an alligator. Now, remember old George was uh, acquitted back in 20, uh, 2012 of killing Trayvon Martin. Well, now he's facing stalking charges over messages he left in December of 2017, for a guy named Dennis Warren, who was hired by a production company to track down people who might participate in a Trayvon Martin documentary. So after this Dennis Warren guy left a voicemail for George in September, George allegedly texted a documentary producer, quote, help Mrs. Warren out and give him a heads up. I'm going to find him and I'm bringing him to hell with me. He also told the producer via text, quote, Dennis is a blank who bothered my uncle in his home. He's on his way to the inside of a gator as well. 10-4. Now, okay, on the surface, you go, man, this, this producer guy's harassing me and my family. You could kind of see where that would kind of piss somebody off. Like if the producer was trying to get a hold of Zimmerman way too many times, is that what you're saying? And yeah, that's why he got he's all fired up. family members. Sure. Well, George called Dennis 55 times, left 36 voicemails, texted him 67 times, and sent 27 emails in nine days. Wow. So that's a bit that's a bit excessive. Coming in hot there, yeah, George. Coming in hot. And finally, this is pretty incredible. A pretty incredible technological innovation right here. And it's coming to us from the bastion of scientific advancement known as 7-Eleven. So they've teamed up with a manufacturing company on self-chilling cans. You could twist the base of the can, and it uses carbon dioxide to cool it down, even if it's been sitting in the sun. No refrigeration. And they're testing the cans with cold brew coffee at some stores in the L.A. area. And there's no word on whether it could go nationwide or expand to other drinks, but I guess if it works out there... Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. It's yeah, pretty it cool. Is. It really is. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you twist the base. You yeah, carbon to. dioxide makes things cold. You don't have to water down your drink. No, an instant cold beverage. And that's your news. Brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. 
It's the Rizzuto Show. Oh, looky here. Look who the cat dragged in. <laughs> that's, that's nice, man. That's nice. Good morning to you, too, Riz. Fandango's here. Uh, so we have our, uh, our our group picture coming up at uh, noon today. Yeah. The whole gang's going to get together. We're going to take a nice class photo. And um, what else? Because it's for Point Fest. So Point Fest coming up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And we have a meet and greet coming up at Point Fest from 4 to 530. Yep. We will all be up front right when you walk into Point Fest, right through the doors. There we all will be hanging out, kicking it. Want to meet all you. Isn't it not one of the most humbling things that we get to do? Yeah. I mean, it's so flipping unbelievable when I love people... It. Dude, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we'll be there from 4 to 5.30, then hop in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to laugh. That was yeah, funny, fantastic. Man. I knew it was what coming. Right down? You shower. Was- I shower. <laughs> Somebody, somebody on Twitter suggested, you know, like those truck stop showers when they go, uh, yeah. sh- shower seven is ready. They should make an announcement. Donnie's going to go out there and make a stage announcement and go, Jeff, <laughs> your shower is ready. No, and what did I, I did not know that Jeff showered at Point Fest. I didn't know that was a thing. Did you know? I didn't, man. And so you do that every year? Oh, no, no. Gosh, no, no. But okay. when, when it's super hot day, yeah. First, sure. there's a couple, couple things here. Uh-huh. First of all, I don't disagree with the theory and the concept at all. I said the same thing. Because, dude, especially when we got the shows that start at noon, and it's flipping, and it's it's ridiculous, then I get it, because I bring a change of clothes sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, a full player change. Full kit change. The whole thing. Yes. Um, But I just would feel, and and I'm not trying to say anything against the people that clean the, the, the stalls and stuff at the amphitheater, but I would just feel weird getting in those, man. I don't love like like hotel showers and stuff because I'm always worried about yeah, like I mean, that. I mean, the, the main point of those showers it's crew, it's, yeah, it's bands. You know, they get off the road, they don't have, they don't shower. Mm-hmm. Drivers they don't have a place to shower, so that's that's where they go. They have the facilities for that. I just never thought about it before. Yeah, I never thought like, huh, it's hot. You know, I usually go home and take a shower. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think about showering at the at the venue, but but now well, I'm you're wondering, welcome for opening your mind to I, it. Jeff, now, now I'm wondering if between Shine Down and uh, and whomever else interviews that I need to pop in for for a fresh shower. Is it fresh? You know what I mean? And just because how amazing would that feel middle of the day? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that, it's, it's, that you, is a, that's just, a game changer. You're hitting man. the reset button. Is yeah. what you're doing. You really and I and I got nothing but support on Twitter for it. By the way. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. You shave, you trim, you, like you, anything else in there? No. Blow drying <laughs> your beard? No. No? It's just something I never thought of, and I think Jeff is probably the only only point employee that's done that. Yeah, and you said there was somebody else, so I assume I know this somebody else. Yeah. Huh. I'll be darned. Yeah, Tommy the boss just hops in with him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually how I got rehired. <laughs> All right, King Scott has the blog and podcast up there for you, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, sir. Moon, if you would. A lady needed beer, so she called the cops. 911, multiple times, bring her some beer. Google has a new product that writes emails and makes calls for you, and it is very real sounding and very creepy. Uh, there's a great video of, uh, well, uh, there's a, a video of a, uh, a Maryland deputy actually shooting a groundhog that was crossing the street. And the lady that was filming it was, was like, so cute. And look, oh, he's, he's going to pet him. And oh, my God, he shot him. 
There's that, and then there's a great video of a karaoke couple from 1993 from Bar Mitzvah that's going around. We got that on the blog as well. As uh, I mean, as well as the uh, crap on celebrities and the sports and a whole lot of news that we covered today. 1057thepoint.com slash shower. Slash Riz. Thank you. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Video theme continues. Ladder fails. For some reason, this guy is trying to hang a chandelier by putting a ladder on some steps. Doesn't end well for him. Falls a couple floors. You can check it out. 1057thepoint.com slash you're going to be bruised. Uh, Donnie, what do you got? Sir, uh, I've, got a, I've got a few things. Uh, if you're a nudist that's in our audience right now, I got something for you. Okay. Pretty exciting, as a matter of fact. Uh, Noel Gallagher from Oasis, one of the funniest people ever. I've got a quote that he made the other day about some 41 that is mean and funny. And then also a request for my St. Louis Cardinals in the 2018 baseball season. Just a small request. Then we got a ton of tickets to give away. Jimmy what, World on Friday. I'm sorry. Is that what it is? Win? Well, yes and take. no. It, 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 yes oh, and no. Thank you. That's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that this is such as much as a hot take as like my lukewarm take. Maybe it's a tepid so, take. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we got that and more. So, uh, so hang out with me. It'll be fun. I promise. All right. Tomorrow, don't forget Big St. Charles Motorsports. It's the rescheduled bike night beginning at six o'clock Saturday. Prior to Point Fest, it's our Point Fest pre-party at the Hot Shots. And Maryland Heights on Dorset will be out there from noon to two. We got the meet and greet happening at Point Fest from four to five thirty. So we uh, we hope to see you all out there. Yeah. On Saturday. All right. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. We're shouting out Mark Lund from yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Been great. And uh, he actually uh, wants this uh, Allison Chain song, who by the way will be at Point Fest, and he wants this particular song as a tribute to his buddy Ayers. So we're gonna do Nutshell for him. Donnie next. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point.